And we're back. And, and we're, we're back. And we're back. <laughs> Welcome back. You guys enjoy the uh, opening segment? Yeah. Now it's time for another segment <laughs> that we call Smoking and Drinking. We call Brought to you by Tech Decks when tech you're tech. here, your family. <laughs> another segment we call The Middle of the Show with yep. no intro. That's right. <laughs> Uh, that is not what it is. Tech this is decks, the beginning of the show. As cold as the Rockies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's another episode of Zootcast. It sure is, buddy. Hey, everybody. Hey. <laughs> what are you thinking? Mom, have you ever felt not so rad? <laughs> uh... Tech Tech's, uh, there's a lot of, there's a yeah. lot of good ones in there. Yeah, well, I mean, they yeah. had all those, they yeah. had all those different Tech Decks slogans, right? Yeah, right. You know, Tech Decks, the taste of a new generation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, Tech Decks, just what the doctor ordered. Yeah, Tech Decks, <laughs> Bud White. <laughs> <laughs> Um, this is starting off weird. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, so, uh, <laughs> it's the dude cast. It's the dude cast. It's it the is. Dude cast. Yeah. We haven't uh, been here in two weeks. Yep. Right. Yeah. Now we are here. All right. Joke of the week. Joke. Here we go. Nope. I got a knock joke, knock joke for you. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. You got to start it though. <laughs> I know how this goes. I know how this goes. <laughs> I'm not doing it. <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> Just keep wobbling and looking back and forth like, come on. <laughs> um, <clears throat> uh, do we have any, uh, any any orders of business to catch up on? We haven't gone for two weeks. Yeah. Orders of business. Yeah. Um, I'd like to... Address the growing concern that. Uh, yeah, we got nothing. <laughs> um, we got nothing. I don't know what's up. I don't know. We're dark. I saw <laughs> there's something in the air for sure. Yeah, tonight. I can feel oh, it. Hold on. You would have just jumped to why we're fucked. <laughs> no, that's fine. Uh, I saw Bob Dylan. Oh, yeah, that's right. You did. You saw Bob Dylan. Yeah. Well, how are you fucked because of that? I'm not. I just saw Bob Dylan. It was good. It was That's an order of business. That's an order of, an order of business. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Still killing it. I don't know if I don't know if we've done the show since I've been employed again. Have we? Excuse me. Um, I don't. <laughs> this is entertaining to no one. <laughs> um, well, anyway, I don't know, but I I been at my new job for about a week and a half now. Yeah, that's cool. It's been going all right. Well, yeah, then it, well, we haven't done the show in two weeks, so yeah, you probably, you probably didn't mention it on the I, show. Well, I think you addressed the fact that you had gotten, I'd gotten a call. Yeah. I've been, yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I went, I'm, I'm the IT guy for a mid-sized company now. Yeah, that's cool. And, uh, it's pretty neat. Yeah. Stratton Oakmont. <laughs> I bet. Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes, that is the company, Stratton Oakmont. Yep. Walmart. <laughs> a a bevy of white guys in suits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who who constantly send me 
vo- voicemails saying, where is the any key? <laughs> this sounds like a nightmare someone might have. Or something Drill would tweet. Yeah. <laughs> a bevy of, be- of, of, of uh, bedeckered, uh, uh, bebusinessed white men. <laughs> Send me harassing emails every day about my, quote, ass, end quote. I refuse to reply to them. <laughs> Sometimes I like to try and think of drill tweets. Like, and I, yeah, I, it's hard. I never quite get to as weird as drill is. The closest that we ever come is playing the Danny Glover game, I think. Yeah, I think yeah. so. As, you know, Danny Glover. Danny Glover stares longingly into my asshole. <laughs> Danny Glover's adult children. <laughs> Poo-poo my idea about sneaking into his bedroom and staring into his asshole. Denny Glover writes me a 14-line poem describing the virtues of my asshole. <laughs> Denny Glover, bone by bone, steals entire brontosaurus from museum. <laughs> Denny Glover distills own moonshine, lovingly crafted into a bottle which I will shove into my asshole. <laughs> Denny Glover, accosted by health officials due to unsanitary practices of moonshine making. Denny Glover, without a hint of irony, orders boneless pizza. (laughs) That's a really good one. Yeah, the Danny Glover game is a lot of fun. Yeah, I think that's the closest we get to drill. Why was it Danny Glover? I don't know. It I just, can't remember it, now. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't. Really it's just a yeah. funny, a funny celebrity. Yeah, because nobody's talking about Danny Glover anymore. <laughs> that's why it. it's funny. Yeah, yeah. This is what this is what Steven you Seagal is still a little bit too mainstream. Mm-hmm. Danny Glover, like <laughs> his career is he's he's gone. I don't know what Danny Glover is no, doing. Right. Meanwhile, Mel Gibson's still around snorting coke and <laughs> yeah, Mel Gibson's back, ab- baby. Abusing officers, yeah, he made it. Hating he, Jews, he, he, he made it right the way back. Mel Gibson's right. in again. Everyone right. agreed to forget about Mel Gibson's yeah. uh, mistakes. You know, you know, you know what I learned recently actually is that uh, Mel Gibson <clears throat> was the person who who um, fronted the the money. That uh, basically the the production the the Marvel Studios wanted. Uh, I'm trying. I'm trying to remember how it went. Like, like the director of of the first Iron Man really, really wanted Robert Downey Jr., but Disney refused okay. uh, for a long time. And Mel Gibson actually paid for for like Downey's outpatient stuff and and uh, got him got him fixed up. And yeah, yeah. oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Oh. Mel Gibson did, did a good deed, and no yeah. one knew about it. Well, it's because yeah. Robert Downey Jr. isn't a Jew, <laughs> or, or, or a he, woman. If he if he was though, right? It, yeah, yeah. You're no, not getting any of that done. sweet Gibson right. money. No, <laughs> you're not getting Absolutely. any of that brave heart money. Not. I mean, he makes he wouldn't be making enough money, you know, running the world. Yeah, as a as a lizard person. <laughs> anyway, anyway so. Uh, so uh, guys, why are we fucked? Uh, we're fucked because all Jews are lizard people. <laughs> okay, no, good. No. Good start. Um, and they have lizard powers. That's right. On top of right. that. The, the ability to lay in the sun. <laughs> the ability to cling onto branches with their sticky feet. Yeah. <laughs> the ability to reach bugs from across a tree branch. Mm-hmm. 
Berinch? Berinch. Berinch. A tree Berinch. B I A R N C H. Umlaut. B J A R. Berinch. O O N C H E. Yes. Berinch. Shout out to our listeners in Denmark. How you doing, guys? <laughs> Good to hear from you. <laughs> Why are we fucked? Um, uh, I'll start us off. All right. Um, sorry. Just hold on. Do we have to start the show with you one inch from the microphone going? I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, the thing is, I have these new monitors now, so yeah. my voice, I can control the bass level on my voice. Ooh, oh, so you, nice well, and amazing. I mean, I mean, no one else will hear it that <laughs> yeah, way. Yeah, I know, but I will, and that's yeah. all that matters, Ooh. is my disposition. Okay. <laughs> no, uh, I'm not feeling hugely fucked. Um, <laughs> not, not hugely I fucked? Guess, I guess I'm fucked because I'm going to have to work crazy hours through the holiday season. Yeah. Uh, and I have to work on Thanksgiving, which I had, we, like, I had Thanksgiving dinner yesterday. You guys know you were there. Um, but, you know, and it's something that, like, I knew was going to be the case when I got the job that I have. Mm-hmm. You know, but that doesn't make it suck any less that, you know, yeah. I still have to. Yeah. I still get paid double time and a half. So I really don't think people should shop on Black Friday, and especially not on Thanksgiving. Yeah, I, just what, don't, I don't think people should do it. What is I the agree. point? What the fuck is the point of a retail store being open on Thanksgiving? Who fucking shops on Thanksgiving? Uh, the thing is, a everyone's lot of doing people. it. A lot of people. Yeah. <sighs> and so here's the thing: is what happens is you trample someone's head to save fifty bucks, right? Like that's the end result. I saved 50 bucks. Yeah. I only had to spend my holiday out in the streets running around chasing after dollar signs. Yeah. Like an animal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I hate it. I don't, I don't, I just like, I, re- <clears throat> I refuse to go out. I just, you know what I mean? If I don't have to, it's just not, mm-hmm. yeah, not worth it to me. Yeah. You know? I, I have uh Friday off luckily. And I think that's going to be spent doing fuck all. Oh, yeah. That's because so good. Yeah, I was going to go up to Cleveland, but I don't think I'm going to do that now. Yeah. Because my, my buddy that I was going to go see a hockey game with is, like, out of office now, mm. and I have no way to get a hold of him. I don't have his number. Oh, shit. So, oh, gosh. So I, I can't even confirm, hey, you still want to do the game? So yeah. I'm sorry. I think I'll just <laughs> chill out at home. I don't know, it's not that big a deal. Yeah. Yeah. And oh. really being in Cleveland on that day sounds terrifying. Yeah. <sighs> that might, yeah. You know? That would be great. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's bad enough in, in Boardman, Ohio, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but, uh, I don't know. It just sucks. I don't want to I don't want to have to do it. I'm always sad every year. Yeah. And it's just, you know, I don't know. You got to get a new line of work, dude. I really got to get a new line of work. I'm just I just not I'm not feeling it anymore, you know? Yeah. Just mm-hmm. not, not a secret that I'm not very happy. See, that's that's a reason you're fucked. It does sound like you feel kind of fucked. Yeah. yeah I, was, I don't know. I'm going <laughs> to bitch about my job. You know what I, I mean? I don't feel hugely fucked. I'm just incredibly unhappy. <laughs> <laughs> no, was, that's, that's the only thing, you know, that in the, you know, crippling dead. And, yeah, you know, you know all the, the starter pack for being a millennial. Doom. Right, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, it's, I don't know. It's just, uh, it just sucks, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, it sucks to have worn out your welcome somewhere that, you know, you just don't want to be at anymore. So. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, they still want you. You haven't worn out your welcome. Yeah, do they? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't think. Do I, don't, I don't get that impression. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think they do. I, I think they uh, they're just waiting for me to leave. Frankly, no. Oh. But eh, whatever. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> um, I I got a I got something uh, for for Wirefoctus because uh, you good. Yeah, it's yeah, it's just my email noise. Oh. Um because with uh uh I mean you guys have been hearing about like the um you know the uh the 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 debacle with Diablo Oh the mobile Immortal, game. yeah. Yeah, like, right. Is met with, with some pretty snide receptions. Um yeah. Blizzard, as you know, is is owned, I think by and large by Activision. Mm-hmm. Um, I did not know that. Yeah, that was that was from many many years ago. Yes, that's why you got a free copy of Destiny Two for uh, playing Overwatch. Oh, yeah. okay. That's basically them saying, "Please play Destiny Two again." And that's why. Uh, Wait, that's do why. I get, do I have a free copy of Destiny Two? Log on to Overwatch. Yeah, probably. Yeah, hmm. and that's why Black Ops uh, shows up on Battle.net. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, but uh, Activision uh, done fucked up again this time, and this this I think is is something that's a bit more. This this is a bit I think more deserving of attention than than you know releasing a, a soulless mobile game of a beloved franchise. Um, from Ars Technica, uh, last week's release of the Spyro Reignited trilogy disappointed many, oh. especially deaf and hard of hear- hearing gamers, by not including subtitles in the game's many spoken cutscenes. Oh, really? Now, Activision—that's a have to do. Well, yeah. Now, I mean, isn't that something we've been doing for twenty-five years at this point? It's almost a yeah. legal requirement at this there, point. There are some games. The article talks about it uh, in recent memory that don't ha- also don't have subtitles, like the first Assassin's Creed. Uh, did not have any cinematic subtitles or any yeah, subtitles for I that matter. You're right, yeah, they didn't. Come um, it. Now, Activision's justification for that decision is angering many for seeming for seeming insensitivity to the needs of the community. What did they say? Uh, an Activision spokesperson gave the following statement to uh, British site Game Pit when asked about the issue. Um, when Toys for Bob set out to make an awesome game collection, there were certain decisions that needed to be made throughout the process. The team remained committed to keeping the integrity and legacy of Spyro that fans remembered intact. The game was built from the ground up using a new engine for the team, Unreal 4, Morty, Morty, and was localized in languages that had not previously been attempted by the studio. While there's no industry standard for subtitles, the studio and Activision care about the fans' experience, especially with respect to accessibility for people with different abilities, and will evaluate going forward. Uh, as That's game, the wrong answer. The yeah. answer is, yeah, we'll take care of that. As, yeah, how hard is it to make at least English subtitles? As game critics Brad Galloway phrased it on Twitter, many are taking the statement as Activision, quote, basically saying we evaluated whether it was worth the cost and effort to keep deaf and hard of hearing players happy, and we decided that it wasn't, end quote. Yeah. Right. That, That's which, what that sounds like. Pretty how, much, yeah. Okay, how fucking hard is it to subtitle the game, though? <laughs> I mean, is it really that difficult to go through and throw? No, that's like that's like a day of work. Well, <laughs> if you have a, a well, first of all, you'd have a very poorly paid group of people whose main job is to do that. Maybe subcontract it out. And no, it wouldn't cost much because it, w- it would be done fairly quickly. Yeah. I think the localization or the regionalization part might be where 
they would run into problems. Okay, well, you go English, French, Spanish, yeah. subtitles. Yeah, you just yeah. do a handful. Right. You, you do you, the ones you, that cover the you vast cover majority. The, yeah, the important sure. ones. But I mean, but I mean for... <laughs> For such, the languages that matter. But yeah. for such a small studio like Activision, like it must be. Really <laughs> yeah. How hard that must be. Oh, yeah. Poor, poor uh, little Activision. Uh, F- fucking Owlboy has subtitles. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's uh, it says, while there is no true. Well, it's true. There is no legal standard for video games to be subtitled. There are for many types of video content. Yeah. Banks notes that the standard in the game industry is at the very least having subtitles when your game is released. Yeah. Um, Activision yeah. also failed to add subtitles to the cutscenes and gameplay in last year's release of Crash Bandicoot and Sane Trilogy, a fact that some noted at the time. Uh, the original releases of those games did not have uh, subtitle options either. Mm-hmm. Uh, that said... Uh, those games were released at a time when console game makers are still learning how to deal with the wide prevalence of fully voiced characters brought on by CD-ROM storage. And it points out, it goes on to point out that Metal Gear Solid was really the first to actually subtitle fully voiced games. Hmm. Um, uh, Good guy, Kojima. The, ga- the game industry has long argued for multiple exemptions to 2010's uh, 21st Century Communications and Video Accessibility Act. The, that law requires advanced communication services, including text, video, or voice chat and online games, to be accessible by people with disabilities. Um, uh, da, 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 yeah. I wonder how far that goes, like as far as accessibility is concerned, like as a legal requirement. See, I don't know. I, I once saw a dude <coughs> with, uh, he was pretty goddamn good, uh, with without like, the full use of one of his arms mm-hmm. uh, and without most of the use of one of his legs uh, playing League of Legends and being really fucking good at it by playing the mouse with one hand and using a special set of buttons that he pushed with his foot yeah. uh, for his abilities and casts. That's sweet. Yeah. <laughs> well, and the thing is the, the, like the major companies don't, don't, build rigs to do that. You have to contract out to special designers yeah. mm. who will build those controllers for you. Yes. Yeah. Which yeah. is, you know, so I, I like the, the major companies, I don't think have to take it very seriously at all. I think they just kind of have to include subtitles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? of, of all the ways you could possibly make the game accessible to someone with a disability, that's like the easiest fucking one. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah, it really Be, is. Especially because it, as, as a lot of people in the comments of this Ars Technica article point out, it it doesn't even extend it it, it extends beyond people with hearing difficulties yeah. you know i use subtitles all the fucking time absolutely yeah. right i yeah. i you know i want to be able to hear what's going on while there's you know fucking grenades going off everywhere right right yeah. uh modern movies are are mixed in such a way too that it's it's tough to understand what someone says yeah <laughs> uh, I, have, I have subtitles on on my netflix by default yeah it's not even a question of of accessibility even though that's the core issue it's it's you know uh there there was one commenter who who is uh, uh either deaf or hard of hearing who, who says like you know what about all the non-deaf people too <laughs> yeah right <laughs> yeah right you know everyone should be mad about it right yeah um that's usually one of the first things i do when i pop on a game is i turn on the subtitles. yeah right you, have, you almost yeah. have to now yeah yeah we'll investigate this issue going forward put in like a day or two of work <laughs> right. Yeah, right. and then push the fucking patch out it's that's gonna be like three megabytes or so yeah, right <laughs> the thing is it's just like really stupid pr on their part 
It's it's a bad comment. <laughs> yeah. It's, it, the right thing to do is to say, we're going to make this right. Even if you don't do it. Yeah. yeah, right. Even if you never fix it, the right thing to do is to say, we care about what you have had to say, and we're going to we're going to do something to make you happy. Yeah. Even if that's a lie. Yeah. But what came. Yeah. And then what came out was we made conscious decisions of what to include and what not to. And one of those things was subtitles. Yeah. Like, come on, dicks. Oh, yeah. I'm so I'm mad about that. Activision is continuing to publicly embarrass itself in yeah. front of the entire world. Yeah. Activision I like a, sucks. I like a good meltdown. It's fun to watch. <laughs> yeah. If only EA would melt down. Yeah. Oh, they've they've done their they've they keep persisting in spite of several <laughs> abject failures. But yeah. yeah. Which uh, you guys might remember the the guy who uh, uh, what's his name? I remember his last name's Takahashi. He's the one who did the uh, thirty six minute Cuphead playthrough and couldn't get past the tutorial. Yep. That uh, guy. So <laughs> legendary failure. Uh, who whose argument when when people were like like angry that a a gaming, like a like a, tech a reviewer re- or a tech review Someone company who- would hire somebody to review video games who's not who like doesn't understand basic concepts of video games. <laughs> His argument was that well, I I work at this. I don't just do video games. I do mostly, you know, this stuff. He still reviews video games like yeah. three or four times a week. Yeah, um, and I recently stumbled on a video of him playing Battlefield Five, and it's just <laughs> as bad as you would imagine. I mean, it's horrible. I want to see that. It's later. really funny. I'll, I'll I'll put a there's and there's just tons of videos of him sucking at everything he does. Yeah, yeah. You want to talk about why we're fucked? That's why we're fucked because reviewers are garbage. <laughs> <laughs> they don't mean anything. Reviewers are garbage. <clears throat> yeah. There's um, I I only recently found out that uh when when. Developers send out review copies. The difficulty is toned down normally. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. They don't want someone to review them unfavorably based on that person's general skill. Yeah. General that, skill. That, 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 that only makes sense to me. Yeah. Um, yeah, but also, I, you know, get good. <laughs> like, yeah. Okay. Good. You know, there's well, certain. If I, you're a critic, I don't care how good you are at the game. I actually want you to get far you want to experience well the thing is they usually don't most reviewers don't they'll review part of it and then not yeah go all the all the way it's probably hard because a lot of these games do require so much time to complete right yeah sure i mean like if i have like a week to review a new release i really don't want to spend every single day of the week trying to beat (laughs) the game all right i'll I'll give you one here right Mm -hmm. uh there's a guy on youtube named gerard the completionist right Mm-hmm. This is a guy who dedicates his his job full time is to complete one hundred percent video games. Yeah, that's yeah. his YouTube channel, and uh, he's completed Dark Souls mm-hmm. in a week. He does it in a week. He goes week to week with his games. He does them in a week. He does them in a week. Okay. They 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 go week by week for each thing that he does. I'm assuming there's some overlap for other stuff because certain games only take like 20 hours or so to complete. But he also yeah. does a. Uh, I was gonna say I hope there'd be overlap with things like eating and pissing, right? And sleeping. <laughs> but he also does a, a. He does like he has like five other big YouTube shows under his belt alongside this, and this guy completes like Dark Souls, Skyrim. You know, these are like big fucking 200 yeah. plus hour games. If you're, you know what I mean? Yeah. So like. If but someone is, he's that's that's all he's doing. Yeah. And meanwhile, sure. like Polygon puts out probably 
10 reviews during the time sure. he's doing one. Okay. But I mean, I'm just saying, yeah. okay, uh, uh, the first review I remember reading from Bioshock was by IGN. The guy didn't beat the game. Yeah. He got halfway through the game. He didn't get to the, like, the, the big The reason the that twist. Bioshock the twist. is incredible. Right. Yeah. yeah. He didn't get there. Yeah. It's, which is like, I don't know. It just seems like wrong to me. You would push out a review that you didn't, of a game you didn't finish. You know, I feel like that's, it's an interesting <coughs> question. I feel like video game reviews ought to have like, they ought to be split between like sort of like quick takes and then like, okay, we played this whole game and here's right. our, here's our final verdict on it. Yeah. I don't know. It's because that's the thing too. Like you, you almost don't want someone to play through the whole game before they tell you what they think of it. It's like when, cause like when I decide whether or not I want to get a game, I watch other people play it. Mm-hmm. Right. And usually that takes, that's a decision that takes me about 10 minutes to make. Yeah. Um, if I, if the game looks like something I'm going to enjoy, then I'm going to, I'm going to buy it. I'll, I'll like hop on steam and, and see like, okay, well, you know, yeah. are, are there things that weren't covered or, you yeah. know, or, or does it look like what it, is it going to play like what it looks like? Right. And that's a, been a pretty good system. <laughs> yeah. Usually, you know, you can yeah. tell pretty much right away based on what re, like people are saying who who bought it, uh, and then based on watching people do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was all in for Fallout seventy six, and then I started uh, listening to what people were saying. Yeah. Fallout seventy six. Incidentally, uh, they they just released a forty eight gig patch. <laughs> 48 gigs? Uh, so you, mandatory oh. mandatory 80 gig download to get the game started, and then a oh. mandatory 48 gig patch. Oh, my God. Oh. Yeah. That's enormous. Yeah. Well, that's what happens when you put out a game before you finish it. Right. Todd Howard, you absolute <laughs> monster. When you, yeah, you've, when you extract a patch, it it's just Skyrim inside. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Skyrim is here. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you you sit down a fucking Vault Tech terminal and it show, it shows the cart. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> slow zoom in on the thief. <laughs> uh, okay, let me tell you why we're fucked. I'll tell you why I think we're fucked. Let me tell you why. Steam is discontinuing the Steam Link. Ah, yeah, I which, heard. Which doesn't mean you won't be able to use it, obviously, but they're right. going to stop supporting it, and uh, they're not going to make any more of them. I read this uh, today. Glad I, think. I got mine. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, they they had. They had a $2.50 price point not all that long ago. Right, I think true. everyone who wanted a Steam Link probably has one by That's now. That's probably true, yeah. yeah. But it's just, it's really sad to me that they're going to discontinue support for it. Yeah, it, well, and yeah. to be fair, the Steam Link was like the, it was a slow burn. It wasn't phenomenal. Just be in the sense that there there were some latency issues. People's networks had to catch up to it. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Uh, you know, at the time that it was released and for a good while after that, I don't think the average, you know, like the average person didn't have a router capable of taking advantage right. of its capabilities. Yeah. yeah. And if, if you don't now, you should. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's worth pointing out that... Uh, <coughs> Uh, apparently the Steam app on your phone is capable of of directing network traffic to your television. Mm-hmm. Um, this, wait, the Steam app on your phone? Yeah, on your phone can act can act as like a ghetto Steam link. Oh yeah, no, actually, mm. I have I have the Steam app on on my phone. Believe it or not, yeah. Uh, and I, I same here. I remember fiddling with it not that long ago to see if I could uh, play Stardew Valley on it, and you can. 
Yeah. Which is interesting and weird. I'm going to go <laughs> grab another case of beer. I'll be right back, guys. All right. All right. All right. All right. So, yeah, it's like um, as much as I like the Steam Link. Some more Miller's. Oh, you don't want the Carly Black label? Oh, whatever. Oh, whatever. I didn't. I didn't know if you were oh, sharing I, that or. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. I, I do want to drink Black Label. Yeah. Because uh, I appreciate a good, a good uh, uh, old man beer, uh, and that is one. <laughs> but yeah, no, the Steam Link is really cool, and I feel like it's dying before it's had the chance to reach total, you know, ubiquity. Yeah, and that's and that's kind of a shame. But I mean, from from what, what it honestly sounds like. Uh, Valve has bigger and better things on the horizon, and you know they'll they'll it's they'll they'll come up with something even cooler. Yeah, is maybe they maybe bet. they will. But I mean, like I don't know that another streaming de- device for your home is likely to happen again. No, but um, you know I don't know I don't know what they'll do, but I I I think that uh, I think that Steam's definitely all about. You know, making making the um, the PC gaming experience like a home thing. Yeah, making it making it a part of your home network, a seamless part of your home network. They, they keep trying different ways to do this too, because the thing is, uh, not prior to the Steam Link, after the Steam Link, there was the Steam Machine. Yeah, right. And the Steam Machine was designed to you know like be like essentially a console. Right. That was that, that sat by your TV. Yeah. It was just a PC. It's just a PC, right. but it was like a dedicated Steam PC was the whole idea with like Steam Big Picture a, as it's a like... A Steam C, as it were. <laughs> a, 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 a Cleveland <laughs> Steam C. <laughs> um, and now with this uh, sort of, whatever they call it, the um, it's like a new Linux environment that makes uh, compatibility a lot more effective for... Mm. Linux 2. <laughs> Linux 2. Electric The Boogaloo. next one. <laughs> If you liked Linux, but you were tired of that same one for 30 years, <laughs> get ready for Linux, Linux 2. <laughs> um, chess Adventures, or as it's known in the U.S., Chess 2. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, but I don't know. It's just like, it seems, it's, I don't know what their end game is. Who knows? The very few forays they've had into hardware are just not taking. And, I mean, the HTC... Vive or whatever their their VR headset yeah is arguably the best one it is mm. it, 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 there's really no argument at this point it yeah. is sorry I'm ripping this box open no, right no. in front of a microphone yeah. you're um <laughs> the trouble I think with with Steam's hardware efforts is is one of accessibility mm. for me personally it's for me. I just think for me I just feel like for me it's the price point for some of those things especially VR yeah. makes it makes it a little too out there for me to uh, think about at the moment. Yeah. Um, but you know, uh, I don't know. It's yeah. a it's a kind of a thing in progress. I think it's a just a constant. I don't know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah. They're me, try- me either. They're trying. <laughs> they're trying to. They're trying to kind of see how far the platform can go and and what they can really do with it. Sure. Um, which is which is perfectly fine. I it, I like that Valve takes chances on things like this. Yeah, you know, I even though I'm not gonna own an uh, HTC Vive because I can't afford neither the gear itself nor the machine I need to run it. Um, yeah, I still love that there that that exists. I love knowing that other people are enjoying it, and I, I like to think that by the time I get into VR, if it's not dead, it'll be even better <laughs> than it is now. Yeah. I don't think it's going away anytime soon. Oh, it's soon. not going to go away. I, I actually think it's going to stick this time. I don't know. 
know. I mean, like, there, there's problems over at Oculus right now. Uh, what's his name? The uh, <clears throat> the project manager or whatever he is over the 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 second generation headset that they were about to launch has left the company. Okay. And that mm-hmm. headset is probably not going to ship at this point. Okay. Sure. The problem with the with um, the I think the problem Oculus is facing right now is that. It's very accessible through, uh, like, okay, PlayStation has VR. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody, the, the cat's out of the bag that Vive is, if you can dedicate a setup to it, Vive is basically better than Oculus. Yeah. yeah. So they're in an interesting position here where they're in between something that's more accessible to a larger market yep. versus uh, something that's uh, more finely tuned for the market that they're aiming for. Do you know what I mean? Well, it's like that's actually a really good place for them to be, I feel like, is have a more affordable, have a more affordable, maybe not the top tier VR, but like fill that niche for people that are enthusiastic but not willing to drop like or n- dedicated an, bucks. an entire room of their house. Yeah, right. The yeah. thing is the Vive isn't 900 bucks. It's it's close to the cost of the Oculus at this point. I thought with, with the, the when you factor in the Vive and it's Assorted hardware and everything. I thought it was no. much more expensive. No, no, no. It's about six hundred at this point. Okay. Um, and what's the mm. the Rift is is around five hundred. Yeah. With its tracker gear and everything like that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, right. So one of the things that's interesting about them is that they they started pushing this uh, uh, Oculus Go headset or whatever it is, yeah. mm-hmm. which is self contained. You don't need a phone or anything. It's not like Daydream. It is its own <coughs> VR thing, but it's like a it's like a more affordable Oculus Light. Yeah, yeah, it's Oculus Light essentially. And we still get asked about those a lot. You know, people are still buying Oculus. It's mm. just still a, a, you know, I don't think it's going away anytime soon. Especially, I, I, uh, I do think they're in a rough point in the market here. Especially when you can, you know, you can, you're still guaranteed hundreds of thousands of views on YouTube when you put one of them on your grandma. <laughs> right. That's <laughs> a good point. <laughs> well, maybe we should take a break, huh? Yeah. Yeah. We'll come back and do uh, more things. We will come back. We will Stuff, have. Stuff, Lori. Would you rather? Things. And the main topic. Yes. Smoking. And smoking. And drinking. And drinking. Tech decks. Tech decks. Tech decks. The best a man can get. <laughs> Tech decks. A generous swelling of pride. <laughs> yeah. The all-natural the, the all tool to natural male enhancement. Tech decks. Tech decks. <laughs> all right, we'll be right Pizza back. Pizza at supper time. Hey guys, you've been uh, listening to and enjoying the Three Dude Cast. We hope you've been enjoying it anyway. But if you have, hit mash that like button. Yeah, smash that fucking like button. <laughs> it looks like a heart on SoundCloud. I think. I yeah, think something so. like that. And if you really want to hear more of our stuff, you can subscribe to us. Yeah, or rate and review us on iTunes and Google Play. And we're everywhere. And SoundCloud just, everywhere. We're yeah. always with you. At always. When you're not strong, I'll be your friend. I'll help you carry on. It won't be long. I'm gonna need somebody to lean on. If you just call on me, brother, when you need a hand job. 
We all need somebody to talk on. <laughs> all right. Well, that took a turn. With yeah. respect to Bill Withers. Yeah. <laughs> Bill, Bill Withers, you know. He's big into tuggies. That's why they called him old tugboat. (laughs) (laughs) Old tugboat. Chugga 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 chug. That's a trade. (laughs) You're making trade noises. You're you're making trade noises. (laughs) Well, anyway, uh, uh, smoking and drinking. Yeah, smoking and drinking. All right, guys, what are you smoking? Uh, Nothing right now. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, Uh, absolutely nothing. Uh, I don't smoke anymore. Yeah. What are, you, what are you drinking? Huh? What are you drink? What are you drinking? Huh? <laughs> what are you? Um, what are you drinking? Uh, beer. Oh, okay. <laughs> beer brand beer. Yeah, as advertised in <laughs> Terminator Two. Beer. <laughs> it's beer. <laughs> Tech Dex. It's beer. <laughs> <laughs> Hooray beer! <laughs> um. Okay. Now that out of the way, it is time for Would You Rather. And I have a would you rather for you. I would hope so. Otherwise, it's going to be a short segment. It's going to be a real quick one. Uh, All right. So here, between these two scenarios, which do you choose? All right. Pikachu. Scenario A. Every time you every time people mention sex offenders around you, you uncontrollably sweat and gulp like a bastard. (laughs) (laughs) You just look. Like the guiltiest person whenever people mention, just talk about sex offenders. You just go straight into a sweat. Uh, Or two, anytime anyone compliments anything or says something nice about something, you uncontrollably have to add, for me to poop on, like Triumph the Insult comic dog. All right, so wait, say that one again. Anytime anyone compliments anything or says anything nice about it, you you have the uncontrollable urge to cut in and say, for me to poop on. Uh, Oh, my God. You know what? I've thought about it. I'm going with the sex offender thing. Yeah. I I can excuse myself. But like if I'm but like <laughs> But that's gonna be just as bad like people have mentioned some like horrible <laughs> sex crime. Me. Okay. And you go, I gotta like, excuse me. <laughs> okay, but but that's that's I, that'd I'm, be worse. I'm at I'm at I'm getting married to to Aubrey mm-hmm. and like one of her 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 sweet relatives comes up and says and says your dress looks that's such a lovely dress and I'm standing there I'm the groom and I go for me to poop on <laughs> <laughs> yeah I get- but here's the thing you don't know they're not gonna get used to this they're gonna say, oh that's his thing it's really uncomfortable but it's his thing Mr Johnson was a great Nobody's gonna man. Nobody's for me to poop on. Nobody's nobody's gonna get used to that. Nobody's gonna get used yeah, to that. The closest people in your life, the people that matter, they'll get used to it. Mm, I don't think I don't think all of them will. Oh, I think sure. I'm gonna lose a lot of people there. Well, you you explain you have a, you have a problem. You have a, you have like a disorder. You can't help it. You eventually work it out with people. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, I think I think I'm gonna go sex offender on this one as well. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. That's not how I would phrase that. Uh, well, I am myself a sex offender, okay. so I already get uncomfortable okay, yeah, when people right. bring them up around me because I, I am a convicted. Don't 
sex no. offender. No. No, I'm I'm not uh, convicted. No one caught I'm, me. Uh, no one, I'm not. I didn't get indicted on anything. No, no, no. You can't prove that. I I, I would caution you guys here. I mean, you know, like this. Would is, you? Yeah. That's only because we answered so one quickly. Of the, one of these will, you know, the 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 triumph the insult comic dog one is kind of embarrassing, but this other one might get you might get you in trouble. Someone might actually <laughs> think you're guilty of something. You know, you might you might end up against a wall. You might okay. end up in the police station. Yeah, but they can't prove anything. They can't. No, but no. they can keep dragging you in there. As me- I mean, the thing is, you're gonna look so guilty. That's fine. That's what I have a lawyer for. <laughs> I, I don't have to say anything. No. You're just gonna, I mean, you're gonna display every sign of guilt. <laughs> okay. That's fine. <laughs> prove it. I, I mean, like, it's like what you okay. know. It's what you can prove in court. <laughs> okay. But like, but like, as far as like more immediate repercussions, like say I'm, say I'm in a bar. <laughs> or like, or like, say, okay, say, like, I'm, I'm in public, and and we're watching this like wonderful event unfold, like, like maybe uh, I don't know, like, like <laughs> some black author is getting the presidential medal of freedom, and and the and the the pres the president's like the president's like he is he is he is uh, uh, birthed a, a stunning legacy for the American people to follow and then I'm just in the crowd for me to poop on <laughs> and all of a sudden I get beat up by everyone right <laughs> first of all I'm, I'm going to stop you there because Trump would never put a medal on a black man no no, no, I, no, no I wouldn't do that no no I, I said a president oh yeah okay yeah good point Nice. Bill Clinton comes back for oh boy, <laughs> oh boy. I, wanna, <laughs> I always love doing these. <laughs> What's this for? It doesn't matter. <laughs> I just love putting them around people's necks. Good hey, feeling. Anybody got any weed? <laughs> <laughs> for me to move on. <laughs> So you guys are just like that. Yeah, just like that. I wouldn't be able to live with with the triumph. Like, like really, like any yeah. compliment directed to anyone. Yeah. I can handle looking guilty. I look guilty a lot of the time. The thing is, what if you end up in front of a jury? Because mm-hmm. a jury will also see that. Sure. That's, again, that's why I <laughs> have an attorney. you jail. Well, I'm not going to jail. I'll just keep appealing and, until I get to the Supreme Court where there is no jury. Yeah, but you and, do that appealing from jail. Yeah, well, I mean, in in like low security jail, so I still get clothes and people still bring me food and. I don't know. It depends on how guilty they think you are. Uh, depends on if they think you're a menace to society. This would have been hard in the 1980s. There's DNA evidence now. We're good. All right. <laughs> what kind of rapist wears a condom? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> a rich one. That's it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm just saying, like they, they, there'd have to be some serious DNA evidence there. Oh my god! For me to <laughs> <laughs> like, just imagine uh, that is actually okay. So when uh, I wrote that down, I was black very, label. Eh? Yeah, I was actually very satisfied with myself writing that one down because I'm like, that's a pretty awful way to live. Yeah, is having yeah. to having to shout that. Yeah. It, uh, it it is. I honestly, I think it would be intolerable. I think I would I would be able to potentially excuse myself from any situation where sex offenders come up. Yeah. It unfortunately would mean I would never be able to watch The Big Lebowski again, though. That's true. That's true. You He's never... a sex offender with a record. Yep. All of a sudden, you're, you're like, just like, Ugh. Uh, excuse uh, me, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I go to the bathroom. 
<laughs> All right. Well, I I gotta say I respect you guys' decision. I do. Yeah. What uh, would you choose? I think I think I'm with you guys. Yeah, I right. really do. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't want you to arrive at it that quickly. Sure, but yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> that's it. That's that's it. Um. Anyway. Yeah, uh, anyway. So for the main subject, uh, main topic for this episode, and this I'm, is interesting because this is another "Would you rather." Yeah, yes. actually, it is. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's would like you rather poetry. talk it's about? It's like it's like they rhyme. It's like circles inside circles inside Danny Glover's asshole, <laughs> which is itself a circle. <laughs> well, or well, it was at one point where he had not anymore. Be like it looks unbroken. Like it's like a strange oval now, or like a teardrop. Everything droops with age, man. Danny various Glover various sphincters get weaker. And his adult children. <laughs> Danny Glover's adult children is such a funny <laughs> phrase to me now. I just hearing it, I just laugh it instinctively. So it, does, it doesn't Danny matter what. Glover's adult children scream longingly at my asshole. <laughs> Danny Glover's adult children sue for custody of my asshole. <laughs> Go into the kitchen for some Danny Glover and scrambled eggs. <laughs> scrambled eggs all over my asshole. <laughs> okay. What is a boy to do? Choice for you guys. Yes. Two topics I'm going to give you. You can pick the one you are mo- most interested in talking about. I would like to either talk about interesting places in the world. Mm. Uh, just sort of unique and interesting places. Either places you've been or places you want to go. <laughs> or... Or Andy, <laughs> <laughs> or failure. Oh, who? I don't know if we've ever used failure as a topic on this show. I don't think we have. No, but I am. I'm. I have so much failure in my life. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think I do too. So we have we have optimism <clears throat> and. What's what's after pessimism? Drinking, yeah, and drinking, optimism right. and, uh, and nihilism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, you know, what? I have been in an upbeat mood lately. I kind of want to keep that rolling and talk about like f- neat places. Okay, yeah, let's, yeah, go, let's, do, let's yeah. go. neat places. I mean, I this could be like interesting towns, places yeah. you've looked at on a map and the, wanted to go. This yeah. would be a lot better for me too because I've never failed at anything in my life. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah, right? yeah. I, I took out a small loan for a million dollars. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I took out a loan. I didn't give a fuck. Real Cinderella story. I didn't give a shit. Gusta. Trump Trump and Bill Murray's character from Caddyshack are one of the same. (laughs) (laughs) I don't give a shit. I lost lost it. My carriage was a pumpkin. We love the Saudis. I think he's going to take about a five iron. You know what what he said? (laughs) Gunga. Gunga, gunga, gunga. <laughs> I said, "What is he talking about?" He said, "Gunga, gunga, gunga." Yeah. Yeah. Speak English. It's not that hard. <laughs> On <laughs> your deathbed, it's not you my fault. Nobody could understand what you're saying. <laughs> Total consciousness. <laughs> so I got that going for me. Yeah, I said, "We need to build that wall," <laughs> and they started doing it. So I got but it turns me. out there was already a wall in China. China. <laughs> China. Sorry, China. I don't fucking care. So speaking of the Great Wall of China. I roll the fattest blunts. Speaking of the Great Wall of China, you want to know how effective it was at repelling Mongols? 
Not very, right? Exactly dick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was a useless fucking endeavor. You know, that's but an interesting place. But it looks pretty. Is, yeah. uh, is, is not just China, but specifically its Great Wall. Yes. It's very interesting It's uh, a pretty feature. great wall. And in fact, it is it is several different walls constructed at various points in time. It was well, not it was not all put up at one yeah. time. They were just like, well, we got this border with the Mongols. We already got these walls here. Why don't we just make another one that connects them? And then mm-hmm. one that goes out towards the sea. <coughs> Morty. Um, yeah, it it uh, it was not super effective at repelling Mongols. Yeah, it's also not that high in some places. Weirdly. Yeah, yeah, it's it, there's places where like especially like well where, again different builders, different yeah. constructions, different times. Yeah, um, I can appreciate the desire to keep angry Mongolians out. You're right. Sure. Once once Mongols decide <coughs> they want you dead, you're probably dead. Mm-hmm. And and making a big fuck off wall to prevent them from killing you, uh, I'm sure is a, a comfort. But yeah. in, in practice, yeah, it wasn't actually that effective. Just mm-hmm. like if you're trying to keep immigrants out of your country. <laughs> in practice, there's a fucking ocean that borders us. Then they can just, just go around it. Yeah, it's like I go around it's not that far. I read somewhere that please don't step. <laughs> no stepping. I read somewhere that that uh, most undocumented immigration that happens in this country happens by plane, believe it or not. Really? That makes, that makes perfect sense because people can come and hang out. Yeah. And, and then, then just, just decide they don't want to go. Yeah. <laughs> well, why? What? God, why would anyone not want to go back to countries ruled by drug cartels and, and uh, yeah. where, you, you know, you don't have fucking sneakers? Yeah, right. <laughs> um. Uh, so here's an interesting place, or something I think is interesting. Yes. Do you remember the scene in Breaking Bad where Skyler goes to flip a coin? <gasps> oh yeah, yeah. To I've been there. Decision. Mm-hmm. You've you've been to that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. My family used to. Uh, my uh, uncle Vic <coughs> and aunt Diane used to live in Las Vegas. So when we went, we should explain what exactly landmark yeah. we're talking oh, about. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I think it's called the Four Corners Four Monument, corners. Mm-hmm. and it is where call no no um, it's Utah? New Mexico, Utah, Nevada. And maybe Colorado. Nevada. Colorado. Yeah. yeah, It's like where they all meet. Yes. Yeah. And interestingly enough, it is not right on the, it isn't, it's off. Yeah. (laughs) Really? Yeah. It's definitely off. (laughs) I looked at it on Google Maps because the reason I chose this topic and wanted to talk about it is I spend a lot of time on Google Maps. Yeah. I spend a ton of time on Google Maps and I spend a lot of time on Zillow. Imagining living in houses in different places and grub up, but that's <laughs> but that's <laughs> not here nor there. You would enjoy GeoGuessr. I just played around the other day. I haven't <laughs> played it in a while. GeoGuessr is yeah. cool. Yeah, I love GeoGuessr. Uh, but but uh, but I looked up that monument on Google Maps because I was curious, mm-hmm. and you can clearly see where the state boundaries actually are, and then like off just enough to be really annoying <laughs> <laughs> is the monument itself. Well, what state is it in? I believe it skews to the south, e- uh, southeast or southwest. I can't remember for sure. So it's um, either in New Mexico or Nevada. Yeah, and I think it actually may be more Whoops. in New Mexico. Yeah, I'm not sh- totally sure. Oops. Yeah, I was there. Oops. I was actually there. That's really mm-hmm. cool. Well, we went to. Um, it was the same day we did the Hoover Dam because uh, it's not totally far off, if I remember correctly. I was like 11 at the time, but yeah. Yeah. If. Uh, if I remember right from New Vegas, it's it's about a five minute walk from New from Las Vegas. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. It's very close. <laughs> I didn't um, realize that. Oh, is it? Is it actually? Like, I was joking. Like, yeah. No, I mean, it, it, 
it, on a map, like, it looked far enough away from everything that I don't think it's a five minute walk. No, but it's a drive. Right. It's like a fifteen right. or fifteen or twenty yeah, minute was, drive. It's not. I was kind of kidding. The, th- <laughs> the thing in like about Las Vegas is it's this one little sea of lights in mm-hmm. the middle of a lot of fucking nothing. Okay. What an interesting we, city. Yeah, we fucked up. It's um, it's New Mexico in the southeast, Arizona in the southwest, Utah uh, in the northwest, and Colorado in the northeast. Utah. Is that what we said? No, we said Nevada. We included Nevada, but that's west of Utah. Oh, okay. Um, All right. Yeah, we yeah we fucked that up. Um, <laughs> Geography. Yeah. yeah, let me. Um, I'm actually as long as I'm in Google Maps, let me let me zoom in on this okay. bad boy. Yeah, it's look. not it's not super far away from Vegas. It Four was, Corners it, Monument. It was within a drive. You know what I mean? Like it was driving distance away. Uh, yeah. that's pretty nicely on there, but it is. It is just slightly off in New Mexico. Okay. Ever so slightly. Like, so... (laughs) It's just enough to be annoying. So close. uh. (laughs) Because I'm sure when this was constructed, or at least when its center was first mapped, I'm sure that it was before we had access to the kind of of precision that we have now. Sure. Definitely. Which is is annoying. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking old people. <laughs> Old timey folks, and they're not having global positioning satellites. Bastards. Um, interesting places, interesting places around the world. Uh, I try. I try to think of stuff that I that I know about that isn't like common knowledge. Uh, it doesn't even have to be like you know like necessarily mm. monuments or things like that, but just. Like places that like I'm fascinated by the state of Wisconsin by and large. Hmm. Wisconsin. I, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I just I am fascinated with the state as as like just as it is. Like it's like very, very rural. Um and when I when you go over it with a map, you see just exactly how much land is like active farmland. It's actually kind of crazy. Um and I just, I just, I really like it there. I was recently looking on there because I was curious. Because do you remember the Buddy Holly video where it starts off and in Al's in Al's diner and yeah. Al says it's Kenosha, Wisconsin's own Weezer. Yeah. <laughs> well, I looked into yeah. it. That is not true. Kenosha, Wisconsin is not where Weezer is from, but it is where Al is from. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the the actor that played Al. Oh no shit! Is from Kenosha, Wisconsin. That's hilarious. Uh, which Trying I just thought was interesting. Um, this is what I, uh, I was trying to find, um, Mount Everest, um, wow, yeah. named in honor of Sir George Everest, who did not want the, ne- the mountain named after him. Oh, really? It was, it was, uh, fuck, he had like a, uh, like a map maker with him and uh, like, he was like, he was like, like, goodness gracious, Sir George, you, you. You discovered the tallest mountain in the world. Uh, I don't know if they knew that at the oh, time. Give me a Foster's. <laughs> wow. But, but he campaigned. It's to, really big. It's out, it's out in the heavens. Uh, Mount Everest is named after the Surveyor General of India, George Everest. Uh, and he did not want that to be named after him. He wanted Mount Everest to be called by its native Tibetan name. Okay. Which is Chomolungma. Okay, yeah, that's which, cool. Which is really cool too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, now we gotta respect the natives. <laughs> oh, oh, let's drink yeah, this faucet yeah. and think about what to do. Yeah. Oh, you, you, you Tibetans are some good blokes. <laughs> <laughs> 
I think we're gonna hey, hey, scratch Everest off the map then. Just make sure you call it ch- uh, Chumba Wumba. <laughs> you think they got a dunny all the way up here, mate? Oh my god. Oh in, no. Uh, in Nepali it's Sagar Mafa. We don't want to disrespect. We don't want to disrespect the natives. Oh no. Twenty nine thousand and twenty nine feet. That's pretty that's pretty wild. That's that is blistering. Um Mount Everest, unfortunately, to the to the chagrin of, of many, many uh, nature lovers, mm-hmm. is littered with trash. Yes. Yeah, I was hoping that you would mention it. If you didn't, I was going to. Yeah. Because that is one of the things that's really, really interesting about it is how thoroughly people have disrespected this mountain. There are people climbing that motherfucker a lot. They have a poop problem, too. Oh no! They have a serious poop problem. Wait, wait, go back. What? There's, on Everest, there is a very real poop oh, problem. Oh. It is just littered with poop. Just human feces. Yeah, yeah. People. Enough people go up there and poop up there because you know, you, you know, you don't have a choice or anything. Right. Yeah, but I mean, it freezes, right? It gets pretty cold up there. <laughs> yeah, you know, like I would imagine at the higher elevations, it's usually frozen, but not all the time. Hmm. Not all the time, and and certainly. Uh, uh, the runoff is a concern. Yeah. Oh, the yeah. runoff of all the human waste down to like actual like places where people live down the mountain. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and even on the summit, even on the highest summit on planet Earth, there's like there's fucking like empty oxygen tanks. Yeah. Yeah. There's fucking there's just people's garbage because I mean, can you imagine you going all the way up that mountain and going, I don't need this anymore? It's, yeah. it's the world's hardest climb. You you can't just haul that shit back down easily, no. and and you can't like go climb up and retrieve it. Right. I mean, like it's it's a serious logistical difficulty for people now going up it. The mess that people made before them. Yeah. And the corpses they left behind. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, people do die, yeah. So there's, mm, there's yeah. you know, there's got to be dead people up there, right? Fucking die on Mount Garbage. Or like, people who, like, chose to go up there and die. I bet that's happened, right? Yeah. yeah. There's got, it's got to be. Just like my basement when people... Yeah, people choose to die in my basement. <laughs> right. Well, you know, it's like a, such a majestic place. It's like a cobwebby, <laughs> dark, dirt-floored hole. In the, right. Oh, yeah. and I got some some shackles there. Yeah, you know, some, that's what people want their last memories to be. It's being me. chained to the studs in my chained house. Chained to the wall <laughs> with me naked and, and a drill in my hand. <laughs> that's what they want. Yeah, that's what that's what they <clears> want. <throat> they chose that life. It's <laughs> grim. Yeah, it is. <laughs> anyway... Anyway, yeah, Everest. I never understood the the compulsion that certain people have of like to want to do that. Why why do you want to why do you want to climb these terrible? Is it just the adrenaline? Well, <sighs> if you want to get real poetic, it's to show man's dominance over nature and to show mm, that man sure. can conquer anything. And okay, but we already conquered it. Somebody wh- are, so white people will come and shit on your mountains. Once once you're no longer the first person to do it, nobody cares. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, I don't know. Yeah, if if I it only matters to you. Right. Is the way to think of that. And if nobody I, gives a fuck about you. No one will remember you for doing it, but you will be able to brag about it for the rest of your life. Right. Like and a lot I, of people probably won't believe you. Right. Like if I meet someone in a bar who can show me pictures and prove they they climbed to the top of Everest, I'd be like, Oh, that's awesome, tell me about it. And then like, you know, we'd have an hour long conversation and then that would be it. Yeah. And then I'd blow them and you know, <laughs> you know Well, you know, it's it's part of the deal. 
Yeah, it's right. part of that punch card you get oh with the god, top of Everest. Oh my god, you went to Everest. Oh my god. You went <laughs> wow. to Everest. No, oh, I gotta suck your dick, Mike. I gotta suck you. I gotta suck your dick, Mike. <laughs> give me wow. a give me a little tuggy. <laughs> wow, I'm so impressed, Mike. Ah, yeah, oh. Jerome, would you hold my beer for me? <laughs> I gotta suck this fella's dick, Mike. <laughs> you a good bloke. I bet you got a huge one. <laughs> this is stupid. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> You give her a proper Melbourne welcome. <laughs> I don't know why this is so funny to me. You know, did we just do an episode that was with apologies to Japan and yeah. now we're going to have to apologize oh, wow. for Australia? We're, we're, this is our Pacific Rim tour, man. Yeah, right. <laughs> we're, we're, doing, we're doing a Pacific Rim job here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're just we're working our way after, around. After this one, it's going to be New Zealand and then yep. we're going uh, to swing uh, back down around and over to uh, Argentina. Yeah, there okay. you go. Or uh, uh, Chile. Oh, wow. Look at that Chilean bloke there. <laughs> but he's got a huge pecker. <laughs> <laughs> Why is this guy just like... I don't know. It's, it's Mr. Everest. It's Mr. Everest. Yeah, Surgeon General Everest. Yeah, Mr. Everest. Uh, Surgeon, Surgeon, Sur- Surgeon General Everest. Mr. Everest, Sir Edmund Hillary. I, I believe, Mr. Everest. I don't <laughs> not discover big mountains. Think he was Australian. <laughs> doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. He is now. Doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, hello. I'm Mr. Everest, and this is how I always talk, mate. Hello. Uh, oh, you Japan blokes are just all right. <laughs> You guys discovered this? I gotta suck all your beans. <laughs> oh, just as a matter of respect, mate. I'm gonna have to suck all your dicks. You don't know what I'm even saying right now. Oh, but pull those pull those knickers down. <laughs> I hope you like I hope you like your balls squished a little, mate. Give them a little tuggy on your balls. Oh my god. Okay. okay, this is over. I'm sorry. I'm this sorry. is over now. I'm sorry. <laughs> this joke has gone way too far. Um, He's not even Australian. It doesn't, it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, um, spe- if you, okay, so Google Earth, Google Maps. What, yeah. what I suggest is looking up, uh, you know, because North Korea shares a border with Russia mm-hmm. at its at its easternmost part. Go to Russia and look at some of the towns that are close to the North Korean border. They're like the loneliest looking fucking places. Oh, I would imagine, yeah. Like, I I recommended many episodes ago. I don't even know fucking when it was. I recommended Stalker Shadow of Chernobyl. Yeah. And there's a certain appeal, right, to that, like, that urban ruination. Yeah. That, uh, you know, you, you just want to, like, get a peek inside these buildings and just kind of see what's inside. And uh, yeah, those towns near the near the North Korean border are about as full of fuck all as you might expect. Yeah, there's one major city in the eastern part of Russia, and that's Vladivostok. You know, I was. It's funny Oops. you mentioned. It's funny you mentioned Russia because I was just looking at Russia the other day. Just, oh yeah, just I, I spent a, I spent a weird amount of time on Google Maps. <laughs> um, I kind of basically because I want to get better at knowing where things are to begin with. Yeah. Like it only occurred to me like within this year exactly how far west Moscow is in Russia. Yeah. 
and then realize yeah. that it's like basically the part of Russia that's hanging out with everyone else. Yeah, every everything's over there. It's St. Petersburg, uh, yeah, uh, Volgograd. It's called now. It used to be called Leningrad, but not anymore. Yeah, and then um, it's just forest and wasteland for. Well, it's surprising wow. how little there how little there is from a satellite view. Now, if you know, like I'm sure that that's not true. I'm sure that I'm not looking at everything well, close enough to see what yeah, there is. I mean, there's not a, the, as far as major cities. <clears throat> Yeah, the there's, cent- there's not a lot there. The central two quarters of Russia, yeah, there's like nothing, which is just weird. Nobody else wants it. Russia is like, hey, you'll mind if we take? <laughs> <laughs> I wash my balls with ice water. <laughs> oh, did you hear that, mate? He washes his balls no, with ice. No, no, stop! <laughs> I gotta take a look at those. <laughs> oh, look at his shriveled balls! <laughs> oh man, I gotta warm him up. Warm him oh. up with my mouth. Dip those in some nice warm borscht, comrade. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We'll give you a little toggy, mate. All right, that's enough. All right, all right, sorry. That's goddamn sorry. enough for that. <laughs> it's, so, it's so much fun to do that voice. It is. It's a lot of fun to do that <laughs> voice. Um, it's so bad. I've, <laughs> I was just telling you guys, uh, the first six levels of Hitman are free if you on the first game. Hitman 2. Uh, the With first, their what? Electric the, Boogaloo. The first... The first <laughs> The first six levels of Hitman 2 are free if you own the first Hitman game. That's right. Because that's where they come from. Yeah. Uh, Games like that, and especially spy movies, especially like the Bourne Identity, some of the newer Bond movies, uh, are like perfect ways for me to get to see these places without ever ever going to them. Yes. Um, Yeah. Yeah. it's it's so strange though because like in Hitman the first levels are like there's one in a palace in Paris, uh, then then you go to fucking uh, southern Italy, then Marrakech, and then Colorado. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't know what that mission's about yet. I haven't gotten to it. That's interesting though. <laughs> but uh, I yeah I'm ho- I'm hoping it's some kind of like freaky Far Cry cult or something. You guys uh, you guys uh, spend any time in the Street View just clicking around cities? You ever just do that? Yeah, here and uh, there. Here and there, yeah. Are you aware that there is a Google Maps tour of the International Space Station that you can click around in? Yes, actually. <laughs> I did not know that. One of the coolest Mom things, me that. if you zoom all the way out on Google Maps and you go into satellite mode and you zoom as far out as possible. Oh, shit. You can choose um, Mercury, Venus, Earth, Mars. You can choose all the planets. I know they have it for the moon. They have it for the moon, and they also have it for the International Space Station. It's the one thing that's not like actually a heavenly body that you can go into, and you can click on different things and see what they do. A that's lot of things are so marked. Cool. So it's like I did, I did this recently, where okay, this is the where they test the effects of you know weightlessness on people, and they do like uh, sex. <laughs> they do the right. sex. They, they, they do, do the sex. This is where they t- test the effects of radiation <laughs> on Mexican children. <laughs> what? <laughs> just a cage of you know, children just, with like electrodes. Yeah, right. Just, up to flo- them. just floating. <laughs> it's like, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> I did. I, what's really fascinating to me about that is that they don't blur stuff out. 
You know, like I would think there would be at least some things that are kind of secrety that they wouldn't, you know. Well, it is international. Sure, but like I would just expect some things maybe are not fit for the public consumption on the most. I don't know. Yeah. If they, if they don't blur them out in videos that they take on the yeah, right. space station. Then... I don't know. I guess I was just surprised. Uh, yeah. Because Google Maps won't show you the address of the house. You clearly know what its address is. Right. They'll blur it right. out, you know. So I just I was a little surprised. One thing I found that was really interesting in the Russian, uh, uh, the Russian module that they do a lot of experiments in, in their sort of a mess table, yeah, there is a bottle of sriracha on it. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, those Russians really enjoy their sriracha. Oh, I I could imagine. Yeah, I, I just thought that was fascinating. They're very cold everywhere they go, so <laughs> they need to warm up with some delicious cock sauce. Delicious <laughs> cock sauce, right? <laughs> I can see you're thinking about doing it. Nah, Don't do I'm it. <laughs> I, I saw the look. I'm getting better at identifying that look. No. no, no I, I wasn't going to do that. I wasn't going to do that weird Australian voice at all. No, mate. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, so yeah, you can tour the International Space Station, which I think is really cool. When I was too young to remember, my dad went to... Um, uh, the those uh, the serpent mounds here in Ohio. Oh, and that's, oh yeah, that's yeah. a place I've wanted to go for a while. And I've I just, never been there. Me neither. I've never I I never got it in my head to to take a trip out there. How much do you know about those? Because I only have a very loose knowledge. I don't know much. Uh, they're they're burial mounds, right? Like that's what I thought. Yeah, I think so. And they're they're just like they're set up in the shape when you look at them from the sky they resemble animals which is which is nuts that is nuts um in in much the same fashion as as uh, uh what is it the uh, uh, Stonehenge if you look at Stonehenge from above it's it it is as close to a perfect circle as you can possibly get oh really yeah um well, I didn't realize it was that good well like they circular wise well they they mapped it to be a calendar. It's um, oh, on yeah. on the solstice. It like if you're standing in the center of Stonehenge and you're looking at one of the, I, I forget what they're called. It's like a marker stone. Yeah. Uh, the sun will pass directly between two pillars above the marker stone. Oh, that's cool. Uh, like right on the solstice. It's crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. Yeah, it's a burial mound. Hmm. Yeah. And they got bodies in it. <clears throat> the earthworks served <coughs> as a mortuary function, and that this was the principal nature of the site, directing spirits. Of the dead from burial mounds and subsurface graves northward. Well, how about that? That's so cool. Yeah, it's weird that that's in Ohio for some... It's like, for some reason, I don't ever expect anything like that to be in Ohio. Well, the Mayans were in Ohio. I'm sorry? <laughs> huh? <laughs> <laughs> what? I mean, I, that's not impossible. Did the Mayans come all the way up to yeah. Ohio? Mm -hmm. That's not true, is They hitched a ride with the Vikings. Chris, <laughs> that's not true, is it? <laughs> And the Romans were there. Chris, I think you're fibbing on me. Come on. So how about those mounds, right? <laughs> how about them mounds? The mounds. I, I prefer Almond Joy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm Resident sorry. historian. Chris, Chris Brady. Brady. How about the mounds, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. yeah the, the Mayans were there. Yeah. And, the, and of course, the Vikings. Right. Volgar. <laughs> Yeah. First king of the Vikings, Volgar. Yeah. yeah. He came here and uh, hung out with some Mayans. That's right. Built some Because they bounds. were there. Yeah. But then the Spaniards came and gave everybody diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> and now, you know, they're all gone. That's why there's no more 
Spanish Viking Mayans. <laughs> there is, there exists in the Hagia Sophia mm-hmm. in in Istanbul, not Constantinople. Oh, oh, glad you clarified. <laughs> uh, Istanbul. There exists uh, uh, etchings in one of the walls mm-hmm. uh, that, for a long time, for centuries, went unidentified. Those etchings, and they turned they turned out to be. Uh, God, how old were they? Like like 1,500 or 1,600 years old. Okay. These etchings. And it was only in like the 19th century that they were identified. They're Futhark runes. Oh. I'm sorry, what? They're Futhark runes. They're Viking graffiti. Really? No Some Norsemen, thousands of miles from home, carved those into the wall of the Hagia Sophia. And they say, Hafdan was here. Shut up. Yeah. Is that for real? <laughs> That's for That's real. That's so cool. I love that. That's for real. Human beings have been carving shit like that just to be like, I exist yeah. all the way back. Oh, yeah. I love that. The um, the the Romans were uh, <laughs> were really big on their graffiti. Yeah, <laughs> they. So here. So here's what's what's really funny. Um, uh the Romans, the Romans had a very vulgar sense of graffiti like we do now. Um, and there was often a lot of like, you know, like homoerotic innuendo involved in in that stuff, but not in the way you think, because, <coughs> you know, the Romans, having co-opted pretty much all their culture from the Greeks, were pretty OK with same sex yeah. sex. Yeah. yeah. Um, the 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 uh, the vitriol comes in when. You accuse like someone in a in a higher position or a higher state of power taking it out the ass from someone underneath them, from so, from someone oh. who's socially beneath them, oh. or from a kid. Uh, <laughs> they, they weren't they weren't into they weren't into the whole boy love thing. Yeah, the right. Romans that was a, that was a Greek thing that didn't quite translate. That didn't yeah that didn't carry over throughout the ages. But the um the same sex relationship sure did, especially among soldiers because you fight you fight harder for so, you know someone you're fucking. <laughs> it was the idea. You know <clears throat> that's an interesting thought that I had to consider. If your lover is fighting right next to you, you 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 know you fight all the harder. Yeah right. Um in more ways than one maybe. <laughs> you gotta be you gotta be there tomorrow to provide that asshole. Right. You gotta be a good. Uh, brother at arms. Yeah. So the insult is not that not that you know uh, you know Julius takes it up the ass. It's that Julius takes it up the ass from his water bearer. Uh, <laughs> well, there's no one there's no one above him either. Is right. Well, I'm just I'm just so, using like a like like Julius the noble like uh, this fancy aristocrat takes yeah. it up takes it up the ass from his own servant. <laughs> <laughs> what an idiot. What an asshole. <laughs> what an said ass- the said the servant. <laughs> What an asshole. <laughs> yeah, that was um uh thanks to Mount Vesuvius, we we have, you know, in addition to the you know, hundreds and hundreds of dead bodies, also many instances of, of graffiti. Yeah, there's all at there was that one that, that was uh very recently in the news. They found these these uh these entwined these two people buried together, these like uh, two guys with like a sort of a message by them, and I can't remember what it was. Oh man, it's creepy as shit. They found and they found a dude in the middle of jerking off. Oh, so that was shut up, really? Yeah. <laughs> how, how could they? There's even, a picture. How could they even? That just even doesn't make sense to me because like if I'm, it happened that quickly. The could it? It did. 
within within like the span of a couple seconds, people's brains boiled and they were fucking dead. And then like, Whoa. just it was that quick. I didn't realize it was that fast. People didn't have time to try to evacuate or nothing. Yeah, that's what makes it so spooky. Wait, so you're telling me essentially volcano erupts and then like sheets of it that are fast that, that are hot enough and, it, and plentiful enough to insta kill people. Yeah, and not just erupt like it just fucking exploded like in every direction. Oh wow. Um so yeah, people people just instantly just just fucking petrified. What a horror. I didn't yeah. realize it was that fast. Oh yeah. Um uh, uh uh bar and brothel uh on uh Inulus and Papilio or of Inulus and Papilio. And I'm not sure if those are names or if those are streets. Uh weep you girls, my penis has given you up. Now it penetrates men's behinds. Goodbye, wondrous femininity. <laughs> I think I, I think I remember hearing that one. Nice. I like that. That's a that's a real fuck you, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Woe to the women that have uh, that are missing out. What's his name again? Uh oh, it doesn't uh, it doesn't have a name, no. Oh, okay. Um uh I screwed the barmaid. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I remember that too. I think we might have Talked about these before, because there's, <laughs> there's a few of them that kind of go together. At a gladiator barracks, on April 19th, I made bread. <laughs> now, I don't, know, I don't know if he means taking a shit, or if he, like, literally made, like, a loaf of bread in the guard barracks. <laughs> I don't hey, know. <laughs> neither of those is noteworthy enough to have a note, which is interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's, it's just a, it's just a master list of, of Pompeii graffiti. Um, yeah. I, have you ever watched? I'm, I know you have the the video of uh, Pink Floyd playing at Pompeii. Oh yes, oh. Uh, the the full suite of Echoes, which is the entire side B of Metal. Yeah, it's about twenty two minutes long. Wow, fucking boss, dude! It's, I didn't know that existed. It's crazy. It's on YouTube. They also do careful with that act, Eugene, and hmm. at the house of Orpheus. Uh, it says, I have buggered men. <laughs> People are really kind of artless about their graffiti. I guess they always have been. Yeah. Gra- graffiti's only art if you're if you're someone like Banksy. It's yeah. interesting that you talk about this because I feel like I haven't contributed a lot to this conversation besides <laughs> no, the stupid Australian voice. No, no, you have. You've just been like, you've been out for a minute here. But yeah, that's, I, that's because I was desperately searching for what I was looking for. And that was... Um, I, I heard this on NPR a couple years ago, and it's 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 back in the news again because I, fu- I guess they found more. Okay. Um, speaking of of uh, graffiti, before it, you get into it, Ben is laughing at something. What is it? One more, Epaphra, you are bald. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> it must have been a sick burn back <laughs> back you're, in Pompeii's you're day. You're bald. <laughs> All right. Um, so what'd you find? Now, speaking of old uh, graffiti. Uh, they f- scientists or uh, God, I'm an idiot. Archaeologists. Um, it's okay. They're scientists too. Very yes, but you know, I could be better than that. <laughs> uh, archaeologists. Uh, I heard this story about two years ago on NPR, and it was it was about um, a group of archaeologists who had discovered what was at the time thought to be the oldest uh, cave paintings. That uh, mm. you know, early er, humans did, um, which is crazy. And apparently, very recently, I didn't know this. They just found more. Wh- where uh, it, the the caves that they're exploring are in Indonesia. 
Okay. Oh, um, Indonesia. Um, <clears throat> yes. I had it, always heard that they were in France, but they discovered something older. Yes, in Indonesia. Uh, that they, uh, I'm reading here, they say it's at least 40,000 years old, but it's Holy between... Holy fuck. 40,000 and 65,000 years old, based on estimates. Wow. <clears throat> which is crazy. That is crazy. <clears throat> what, our civilization is like, what, 6,000 years like, old? Like... 12, 13 ish. Okay. The cool things about these paintings is, is not that, you know what I mean? That they're, it's not like just, you know, they're, they're, they there's handprints on the wall, but it's not that sure. there's just marks, but there's actual artwork, like drawings of, of what they presume to be like a, a buffalo or an ancestor of buffalo. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like it's frequently animals. Yeah. Lots of animals. Yeah. That's a huge people no, hunting. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's a huge part of pre-civilization life. Uh, yeah. But I, I remember, your game. I remember hearing this thing on NPR and it was just, it was this thing that is completely sealed off in time. And the, the cave was unique in that because of the way that the earth had formed around it, everything is very airtight and preserved. Wow. So there's very little degradation of these cave paintings. Score. So yeah. when they so when they found them That should be the fucking archaeologist that realizes oh that. Oh my god. Right, yeah. It's, like, it's God's Tupperware. Right. <laughs> so this <laughs> is Jesus's Tupperware. <laughs> but yeah, they they uh, of course the struggle was once they discovered them they have to they have to preserve them sure. so that they could be studied. So the first thing first step was to get equipment down there so that you could walk you know through uh, over across a scaffolding through this cave yeah without mm, touching it without touching anything yeah. and then sealing it off, you know what I mean, so right. that you you don't lose anything here. <laughs> you probably have to do some uh, moisture control too, because the minute you open that up yes. and it has access to humidity from the outside, yeah, yeah everything right. is and, being threatened. And that's what they did. And uh, uh, they sent NPR had one of their <laughs> they got access to this cave and they sent somebody in there to go look at it. And I th- always thought, how fucking cool would that be? Yeah. How how <laughs> like humbling is that to stand in a place like that where. You know what yeah. I mean? Not only almost no one has set foot since. Right, right. That's the big thing. Yeah. Can you imagine the the like, how little do you matter <laughs> standing there? <laughs> do you know what I mean? Looking that, that's I, I just I I, I kind of want to be humbled in that way. Yeah, I know. I, what you I mean. think that would be like really tremendous to, yeah. to go there and just be. Now imagine you know. you're the guy that did those paintings and you're somehow brought back now yeah. and you can speak ah! English. Ah! <laughs> imagine that guy being like, guys, this you you cannot be that interested in this stupid doodle I did. That's the first ba- thing you would ah! <laughs> 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 we have the technology. We've brought him back. Here he is, ladies and gentlemen. Gork. Oh my God. That's weird. Why do we both think of Gork? Did we just use the same caveman wow. name? That's, yeah, we picked a random caveman name and it was Gork. It's really weird. We're always finishing each other's sandwiches. sandwiches yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, like handprints. Here's a good example. I'm going to pass it around. Take okay. One pass yeah, it let's around. see this. Handprints. There's cows. You know what I mean? Yeah. Wow. So, uh, how, I mean, I, it's... this. Uh, the Viking runes in the Hagia Sophia, incidentally, were el- about 1,100 years ago. Wow. It's funny. They drew stick people, too. Yeah. Like, their people are kind of just stick people. Ugh. Lending some kind of credence to the idea that, like, for the same <laughs> reason kids draw stick people, they right. did. 
There, yeah, I mean, you, it's just crazy. I mean, even even in like professional art, they say you start with the most basic shapes. Yeah, you know, um, yeah, it that's a, <laughs> it's it's such a weird concept to think of of how like that that idea has has evolved and like when you're when you're doing like a contour of a of a human person or when you're trying to convey depth in a two dimensional thing, mm-hmm. one of the things that um, one of the most fascinating things I read is that if you try to explain two-dimensional art to a blind person, they they don't get it. They can't conceive of it. That kind of makes sense. Like like, well, how do how do you know there's depth? What like even in a photograph, like how do you how do you tell how far away it is? Yeah, you know, it just it it doesn't make sense. It's something it's something you have to see, and and if you know if you're blessed with the ability to reproduce it accurately enough, yeah, then. Perspective is a thing that has to be seen over and over again to make sense. Right. Uh, it's not super intuitive. And it's the it's also the reason why you can be so easily fooled with a forced perspective trick on film. Is that... Yeah. Like... <laughs> Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yeah, without that bi- binocular thing that, that clues you in to the difference between close and far, yeah. an image has no depth. It's a construct that your brain has figured out how to put together <laughs> from a lot of seeing. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Um, you know, like like your consciousness, like your head sees images, I feel like, sort of from a viewpoint, not two. Mm. Mm. You know, when you imagine stuff, you can kind of imagine things being close and far. But like it's like when you imagine it, there's not really depth there. No, no. Uh, only invented depth. Yeah, right. Just like understood yeah. depth. Mm. Understood depth and and you know depth that we create through motion. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. It's it's crazy. And thought. then people come up with optical illusions by being like, "Huh, you think you got me figured out? You fucking stupid brain. <laughs> Tr- give give this a fucking <laughs> yeah, shot." Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Like it's actually kind of easy to trick that part of your brain. Right. Yeah. It's just I, I think if I, I I'm never you know what I mean. It's one of those things like. You're, I'm never going to get the chance to do that ever. What, ever. To see those cave paintings? <laughs> yeah, in person. You just, know what I mean? Dude, just book a flight. Go in. Tell yeah. them. Tell just, them. No. Hey, hey, yo, I heard Shoot this the on guy up front. Bribe enough officials, <laughs> yeah, man. Right. I heard this shit on NPR like two years ago. Just wearing what I'm wearing now. <laughs> hey, man, I, I listen to a lot of NPR. Yeah, right. Sweatpants <laughs> and slippers. This is like still holding my beer. <laughs> hey. Like, is it cool if I just like check out the paintings? <laughs> I heard you motherfuckers got some caves. <laughs> I love caves. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be humbled, bitch. Roll me down. Yeah. Let me in, man. Come on, dude. I just, I just think it would be, I just think it would be incredible to. Uh, I just think it'd be amazing. <laughs> no, I don't know. I just think it'd, it'd be, be amazing. amazing. <laughs> no, no, no. no. Uh, uh, I, yeah. I, I think it would be really tremendously humbling to see something like that. Kind of like the same, you know, the same sense you see something like. Like the Great Wall of China or like yeah. the pyramids, all the all the ones that like all the fucking advertised ones, all the ones that you know about. The, the wonders. Know, yeah. The, 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 you know. Yeah. The big stuff. Yeah. The like, stuff that like we still kind of scratch our heads and go, shit, people did this yeah. or shit. This is still around. Or, yeah. Right. You know, here's something I learned about not too, too long ago. Uh Coming back to like depressing places, uh, Chernobyl yeah. itself. I'm so glad you mentioned it. I was thinking about it too. Chernobyl itself. I recently learned about this thing called the elephant's foot, which is a yeah. You know, about I know this. what it is. It's the, it's that melted down slag portion, right? It's like right. the, where like everything was 
well, I, you probably have a better it memory of it. It melted through three separate floors. Uh, this, is, this is just all oh melted former reactor material. Mm-hmm. Um, they had to take a picture of it through a mirror in the hallway around the corner because if they got too close to it with a camera, it would just melt the fucking film. Yeah. Wow. It's that radioactive. Yeah. There's a mold growing on it a unique species of mold that seems to only grow on this fucking radioactive mass. That's Whoa. terrifying. It is. Yeah, uh, what does that mean? The The article also mentions that. Oh, God. That it's going to chill up my spine. That the elephant's foot is is impervious to physical damage, including Kalashnikov fire. Oh, my which, God. Which calls to mind the question of who decided to shoot the fucking thing. <laughs> who was it who was like, hey, you know what? Check this out. Bing. <laughs> <laughs> That's so weird. Is of alien nature, Dimitri. <laughs> Must kill. I'm I'm super fascinated with Chernobyl and uh like other like nuclear or like disaster sites. Yeah. I was just talking about Three Mile Island today. Chernobyl's a scary fucking place. Chernobyl is a very fucking creepy place. It is by its by its own nature imposing to look at. Yeah. But then when you, you know, think about all that happened, I mean you know, there there's plenty of, of videos on YouTube and tours of, of you know, uh, Pripyat nearby, yeah. uh, the town where all the workers lived. But, yeah. uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure you know the the level in Modern Warfare 2 yeah. where, you're, where you're just, cr- you know, crawling around in ghillie suits through Pripyat. Yeah. Spooky as fuck, man. I yeah. might be wrong, but I feel like I remember reading there are actually people... Who still live out yes. there? Yes, mm-hmm. be- nearby. Yeah, there are yeah. people who live nearby. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know why. I can't remember why. Hard pass. <laughs> yeah, but there are people who are like, yeah, you know, it's it doesn't say <laughs> so much about much. the human condition. He's not much, but he's home. Is you know, yeah. it's uh, come it's the devil, you know. Yes, yeah. hey. come t- have some vodka. Yeah. Never mind the glow. <laughs> My tomatoes are forty pounds. <laughs> <laughs> you want, oh, oh, don't mind the tentacles. You just chop them off first. <laughs> Save them to make tentacles too. Yes, <laughs> yes. Tentacle borscht. <laughs> With apologies to the Russians now. <laughs> oh, they don't give a yeah, shit. They don't care. They're drunk. <laughs> this tomato, you see, is very angry with yeah, me. He's <laughs> not liking yeah. it. He knows he's about to meet his death. Yeah, yes. <laughs> if, if get too big, you use Kalashnikov, no problem. <laughs> tomato, run away. You catch him with big net. <laughs> Uh, I'm fascinated with that place. Ugh. Yeah, um, and the and the, I, the the image of it that always sticks out in my head is the, the the fishermen that were on the opposite bank of the thing when it went when it melted down. Oh yeah, it's like the I've most striking that. detail. For I don't me. think I don't think I've ever seen that. Well, I don't think there's. I've seen depictions of it. I don't think there's actual footage of it because they're just guys fishing. But the most striking image is just, can you imagine being out fishing one night? <laughs> just looking. Holy oh, shit. Like the most, the single worst nuclear incident that wasn't on purpose. I guess. Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty upsetting to think about. Yeah. It's like, well, I've been waiting for this day to come. Yeah. Just puts on his sunglasses and yeah. crosses his arms. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, I, I, stuff like that is so crazy to me. Like, like, uh, isn't, isn't there a town? Do you guys know about this? It's like uh, nearby-ish. It's like, are you within, talking about Centralia, Pennsylvania? 
Yeah, is that the one where it's like the coal mine collapsed and it yep. caught fire and yep. you can't live there because the place is like 90% carbon monoxide or yeah, something right. like that? Yeah, that's going to keep burning for another several decades at least. Which is crazy wow. to think about. Yeah. So there's just no, there's such so, such little oxygen in the air. You can't live Every, there Everything, er, all the, live there. the fire, fire consumes everything. Mm. Yeah. But I got to see, I'm sorry. I feel like I keep diving out of this topic to look at pictures <laughs> of it. <laughs> I know. What's the, what's the name of the town? Uh, Centralia. I be- Central IA, Pennsylvania. If I remember correctly, there are people that live nearby, and they yeah. are there to kind of watch over the place, essentially. Like, yeah. it's a job. Um, and I don't think they stop you from going in. But they're but you're no, not but you, you're warned. There's no prohibition. Uh, there's no law that says you can't go in. But yeah, it's it's you're you're gonna get black long. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna, yeah. It's uh like disaster sites like that. Everything always strike me. Everything underneath the town is still burning. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm seeing pictures of smoke, which also means it will collapse. I mean, like it will. I don't know to what degree yeah. it has already started falling into itself, but it must. Good question. You know, it's going to one day. It's it's burning in the absence of oxygen, if I understand it correctly, which is like a like a it's a different process and it will last longer. Oh, yeah. oh so it's not this, this that the fire is consuming all the oxygen. No, the no. It's, okay. from what I understand, it's like happening. The fire under the underneath the ground is happening in the absence of oxygen. So it's just this kind of like carbolysis oh, thing. So yeah. It doesn't rage like an actual fire, I guess. I don't. I don't know. Maybe I'm talking out out of my ass. I no, I, I. I mean, you're right. There is like some science behind it because otherwise, you know, you just seal up the entrance to the mine and you don't have to worry about it. But right. yeah, you're right. There, I think there is a process by which it's burning in the absence of oxygen. Yeah, which is weird to think about. Yeah. Normally, you want to kill a fire, you deprive it of oxygen. Right. But I think once it reaches a certain uh, mass, I think it can continue to burn without it. Possibly. I don't know. I mean, I mean, for any fire, there's got to be something to burn. If it's not burning oxygen, it's probably you yeah. said you said carbolysis, which it's a coal mine, so there, yeah, there's right. plenty of carbon to burn. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Centralia is a Centralia is a weird one. Aubrey and I, um, I brought this up to her when we were in Gettysburg. Um, I I want to go with her to Salem, Massachusetts one day. I, uh, you know what? Uh, Katie and Mike uh, went. Katie Farrell and Mike DeMarco. Oh, went. what'd they think? I think they had a really good time. They yeah, went, they went for their honeymoon, if I remember correctly. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> and they uh, they stayed there for a couple of days. They had a pretty cool time. Uh, they really liked it. Uh, they had a really cool room too. I, I can't remember the name of the hotel that they stayed at, but uh, they sent me pictures of it. It looked really cool. <laughs> um, and it's like Salem like doesn't try to hide from its history. Like it engages sure. in it enough that you know because. It, Without it, it's you know. Without that, you don't really have a tourist destination. So yeah, I think it's I think it's kind of telling too that that the interesting places we're talking about ultimately come back to history. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. Uh, I I watched a documentary not too too long ago on Kabuki, uh, traditional Japanese theater. You mentioned yeah. that, and uh, they went to one of the oldest Kabuki theaters, like like six or seven hundred years old uh, mm. in Japan, or. Uh, no, 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 I'm getting that wrong. Because um, Kabuki didn't start coming around until like the, the like the 1600s, so it's okay. a few it's a few centuries old. It's like 300 years old or something. Okay, and it has this sophisticated system of wood blocks in the ceiling and the rafters, by which uh, a person entering the stage like like they had this they had this system where dudes would be 
because you've got the stage and then you've got this like this runway down the center of the of the audience. Uh-huh. And underneath the runway, actors would be raised up on these platforms that were held in place by us by a series of like wood slats and, and like interlocking wood uh, uh, pegs. And uh, in some cases, those actors also would be hooked up to these things in the rafters that worked on the same system, like like wooden fixtures, like like held in place by by rails, and dudes up in the rafters would push these things and make the person glide along. Holy <laughs> shit! Like That's like so sweet. they'd be like kind of like flying onto the stage and onto the scene. That must have looked awesome. Oh yeah, for for like the 1700s, absolutely. <laughs> like that must have been fucking mind blowing. Yeah, I don't know a lot about kabuki theater, really. I know that they do it in in like a, a a an archaic version of the language. Yeah, even modern Japanese speakers don't have an easy time understanding it. But the stories are so well known. The kabuki repertoire is so well known that everyone knows what's happening, even if they don't immediately understand it. Yeah, like it's like even hard. It, it, like the, the language disconnect is even larger than it is between um like like us and Shakespeare. I was okay. going to say, it's, it's almost like us trying to understand the Canterbury Tales yeah. as it was written in, you know, in that's the language. A, that's a better comparison, yes. Yeah, right. Yeah. Which I don't, if, I don't know if anybody listening has ever tried to, like, listen, just go on YouTube because I know there's plenty of readings of this. You can listen to people reading yeah. the Canterbury Tales in the language of the time. And it's just, it is hard it's English. to follow. It's, it's certainly yeah. English. Yeah. You know what I mean? You could tell that it's there, but, yeah. you know. But it's like you got to take it word for word mm. and line by line to, like, actually piece it together now. Right. It's, right. yeah, the further back in time you go with English, it it's it's a, it's a very guttural and brutish kind of language. Yeah, I, you know? I, I think um, at least that era of English sounds really almost Gaelic to me. You know yeah, what I, I mean? know what you mean. That, that yeah. really kind of uh, the like brunt, that brunt sound, but with the floaty kind of yeah. mm-hmm. a lot of rolls in old English. You know, what well, I mean? en- English is technically Germanic yeah. in in its classification. It's like Germanic, Nordic, like they all come from the same thing. And it was only when the clergy started getting their hands on Latin that we started getting those influences in our language. Yeah, right. Yeah. English is the way that English grew is so interesting to me. Yeah, yeah. Well, any language, really. I mean, it's just. Yeah, English is the only Ling- one I know anything about. Yeah, linguistics are, <laughs> is really, if I was smarter, I mean, it's just fascinating, you <laughs> yeah. know. Um, oh, anyway. And then you, <laughs> and then you've got, anyway. And then you've got Dutch where, you know, Dutch. It, it's just. One more job, Arthur. People, <laughs> I'm sorry. Dutch, is, Dutch just sounds like people trying to swallow their own tongues. Yeah. Like, it's such a, yeah. such a, uh, I mean, like. Apparently, if you're a native English speaker, you can learn Dutch fairly easily. I just I've never bothered to try. Yeah. But it it listening to people speak Dutch is is really it's it's kind of a trip. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Anyway, <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of huffing and a lot and a lot huffing. of a lot of huffing and a lot. Of, a lot of hurting and <laughs> I know this topic was travel, but I think most 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 of the places I'm interested in visiting, yeah. I think are places that don't, don't really exist in their. It's interesting original, places, so it's yeah. not really travel. Mm, yeah, I, okay, it's any yeah. any place really. I I, I think uh, the things that I'm most interested by are the things that we we know existed but don't exist anymore. Yeah, you know, like the Colossus of Rhodes. Sure. Oh you know, gosh, yeah. Can you imagine how 
uh, terrifying, <laughs> I, I think is maybe the right word for it. That, yeah. that must have been yeah, for intimidating. Kind of, yeah, intimidating. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna pee. I'll be right back. Okay. No, I, I mean it's just things like that that are just super fascinating to me. These things that are locked in time. That yeah. Are, you know what I mean. Um, I, I always lost. wonder. I always wonder uh, about uh, the Atlantis thing. Yeah, and whether it's even possible that a city, I, I, you know, I, I I'm, sunk and went away. I'm sad to say this, but I believed in Atlantis for the longest time <laughs> until Trisha, who actually studied that shit, was like, "Yeah, no, that's not. That's not. That didn't happen. No, it didn't happen. No. Yeah, I, I, I didn't know for said, sure. No, I want to believe it. I like Donovan so much. I wanted to believe that Atlantis <laughs> was real." Way down below just for, the ocean. Just for Donovan. Just for Donovan. Yep. It's an interesting thought. And hey, you know, don't be too bummed out because we're going to create like a thousand Atlantises like yep. in our lifetime. Yep. It's going to be great. Yeah. It's Half great. the cities that you know will yeah. just be. Yeah. 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 They're going to be gone. Yeah, they will be gone. The city uh, of New York. <laughs> Have you heard of New York? <laughs> they used to call this city New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> city of New I just like I like the idea. I like the idea of like ancient or uh, of like you know people's five thousand years of the future. Like yeah. after New York is rubble and buried underground, they're like they got it wrong. They just like yes, this was New Jersey. Yeah, right. <laughs> they yeah. make modern New Yorkers scoff. They referred to this city as Large Apple. <laughs> <laughs> Why they revered apples so much, we will we, never know. No. We think it was something to do with the gifts that they gave every Halloween. <laughs> oh, here's Let's a... Let's give you apples on it. Oh, yeah. yeah, candy yeah, yeah right, right, come on. Yeah, now. Okay. Come on now. Here's a, here's a place fact I never knew. Um, Aubrey and I were driving along one day, and we saw a, uh, a Kansas plate. I think it was Kansas. Yeah. And... Uh, the the border around it was it was like a dealer border, mm. uh, and it said they were based in Manhattan, and I was like, what? I was like, wait a second, how does that work out? So I looked it up. There is a town called Manhattan, Kansas. No it, they they refer to themselves as the Little Apple. Aw, that's <laughs> cute. Uh, yeah, it just it just looks like a nice little small town. Nothing real distinct about it other than its name, but it confused the hell out of me for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I I just I just think it would be amazing to like. <laughs> I, I, I the places that are most interesting to me are also the places that they're either a places I would never I would never go. Mm. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, Chernobyl. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> I would never go for various reasons, various scary reasons. Yeah, uh, like the the northernmost occupied town in the world. Right, you know what I mean? Ah, oh, God, I have to look it up. There's a town that's way the fuck up north in can and in North America, right? Yeah. So it's way up there. Yeah. And there's there's like a, a community of like 1,200 people who live in this. I think I've looked community. this up before. Right, and it's like the most. It's the last inhabited place in North America before you reach barren nothingness. Yeah. And it's also you know, like a place where like a box of cheese that's will run you like $12. Yes, yeah. exactly. They have to, like, it's impossible to get shit up well, to there. The right. Canadian government pays you to live up there. Yes. Because it's true. all, it's all oil and gas stuff. Right. Yeah, okay. It's all get, getting shit pipelined down South. Yeah. It's like a very weird scenario to be that far removed from everything. Yeah. And nighttime last nine months or whatever. Yeah. yeah. That's fucking 
That's fucking wild, isn't it? <sighs> yeah, I, 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 once, I worked with a guy who was going to drive up there. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I don't think he did it. No, but it was I like, mean, but it was a place you could actually drive to. Just like, to say that you were there. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I mean. It's like th- those are the places that are the most fascinating to me or places <laughs> that I know in my life I'll never go. But yeah. I would just to say I did that. Yeah. The, the Everest conundrum. Think about sure. that. Think about the fact that you can drive up there, though. That means the driveway outside is connected to that town. By roads. Yeah. By roads. Everything's connected by roads. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Think about that. Who, who was it? Why, why can't I remember who that was that recently was like my mind is blown? Everything is connected by roads. <laughs> Do you guys know what I'm talking about? No. Well, well, there's someone in my life, and I can't remember who it was. It like sounds, just like mind blown. It sounds, it sounds more impressive when you when you say it like, um, you know, if we live in Youngstown and you live in Las Vegas, our houses are connected by pavement. Yeah, yeah. Like there is a pavement line between me and you. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. And that is crazy. And that fucking. Isn't that wild? That's trippy. I mean, that's just... Well, and then think about, like, looking back into history, they also had their own, like, thoroughfare system where they would have to... You know what I mean? The series of of pathways that made up the Silk Road. Yeah. Trade from China to the rest of Europe. Yeah. I mean, that's incredible. And probably a lot of that path made by making it, like by smushing the earth down over and over again. Going along the paths that were easiest for the horses and then just everyone walking that Desire lines become paths, become roads, become highways. Yeah. One one of the recommendations. Become toll booths. Yes. Yes. (laughs) One of the recommendations I'm going to make later uh, is at one point in this thing, there's a there's a thing, there's a, a part of it that centers around the Oregon Trail, which is just yeah a, a solid, you know, line of just barren nothingness. It's mm-hmm. just fields. Yeah, they had to make that shit. Fields like and engines. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, but it's like this just, you, you think about it, like the... Uh, Americans, you know, uh, when this country was young to tr- settle out west, yeah, had to just go through yeah. a, a lot of forest and then a lot of like just barren bullshit. Yeah. Like there was nothing there. No, yeah. To, to they call to, it a trail is actually kind of generous. Yeah. And then to make paths, like little <laughs> footpaths that, you know. Yeah. And then some people just were like, yeah, you know what? This is far enough. I'm just going to stop right here. This is good. <laughs> and that's how towns were formed. That's <laughs> incredible to me. Yeah. And every couple of miles, you had to cross a fucking river. Yeah. Like you had to like you figure had to get, out how to do that. Right. You, yeah. you had to get like 80 wagons across a river. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> no, it, took, uh, it took hours. Yeah, and sometimes one of them would just boop and go. Go. And then go like, over a well, waterfall. Fuck, fuck that. Yeah. Fuck you, Mr. Conestoga. <laughs> oh, Mr. Conestoga. Oh, wow. Look at your beautiful <laughs> carriage. You're a fucking great wagon, mate. Yeah. As long as we're talking about places out west, uh, I think I'm, I may have mentioned before on the show that when I was younger and visiting my grandparents in Tucson, we went to Tombstone. Uh, and and saw the site of the gunfight at the OK Corral. No shit. Which is one of the coolest fucking things I think I've ever I've ever seen in my life. What did you want on your tombstone? <laughs> <laughs> uh, here lies Andy, pepperoni and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cool. The OK Corral, huh? The OK Corral, and 
whoever decided to name the fucking place Tombstone yeah, obviously yeah. obviously had some inkling of how badass that was going to sound in the future, <laughs> the flair right? Flair for the dramatic. Yeah. The the ultimate showdown between law and lawlessness in the Old West. I feel like places like that were, they had to be like exclusively founded by people with a flair for the dramatic. The Absolutely, kind of person yeah. that goes out there. Yeah. You know, like, don't, you ever wonder if that, like, like, the, like those actions and those people Beers. going to those oh, places have, like, functionally changed attitudes about like it like regional attitudes about all kinds of things the kind yeah. of people being in places like that descended from the kind of people that went out there sure sure i'll tell you this tombstone itself is is not really like its own town or its own community i'm sure it's got a mayor or whatever but it is pretty touristy yeah as, oh, you, I would as imagine, you might yeah. imagine yeah. yeah uh but if you're if you're there for the history, if you're there to like just look at it, it is so cool. It's oh, really yeah. really cool. They they got like the whole you know one street you know old west set up with yeah. you know you can get your picture taken like an outlaw. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah! I told you guys I went to see the Alamo in Texas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the thing that caught me off guard about that was not I mean like yeah it's touristy because it's a museum right like now it's a protected museum sure sure yeah but I was surprised how like it's ringed with city streets that like you walk out the gate of the Alamo you're just in you're yeah, city. You're, you're in a city right oh yeah. so like being inside the walls of what, the Alamo what, you can see all the I buildings. will tell you What's, Boston is just like that what yeah, city is that it's in San Antonio San Antonio that's yeah. what I thought and yeah. the weird thing is like you go out the front and there's a Ripley's museum across yeah, right, the street right <laughs> and there's there's like a, a 7-Eleven on you near where you parked yeah. and it's just yeah, so it's weird Boston was a fucking trip because it's yeah. like the cool thing about boston yeah. and this i didn't know this when you walk the freedom trail in boston it's all the landmarks from that you read about when you were in fifth grade right okay so yeah. it's like you're you know you're going to old north church you get to see paul revere's ride okay you know what i mean you, you the the site of the boston massacre is a stop on all these tours yeah so it's like when you go to Boston and you get to walk through the Freedom Trail and see all these historical sites, it's not just like, oh, I'm going to take a picture of Old North Church from the outside. They let you walk inside Old North Church. That's cool. <laughs> which is fucking crazy. Yeah. That was the coolest thing to me. I have tons of photos from inside. I wanted to see that, you know what I mean? Just yeah. because I knew, you know, but I didn't know I was going to get to go in there. Like they let you in. And <laughs> I got that feeling about the Alamo. I didn't think they'd yeah. let you in. They like let, they let, they fucking let you in this place. Yeah. You can go sit in the pews at old North church. Yeah. Wow. The pews with the, with the, the uh, bronze markers where they chiseled people's names. Cause you had to pay to sit in church um, and certain seats. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. You had to um, pay to right. go to church. And then Catholic, the is fuck it a Catholic church? Yeah. yeah. And then of course they had the, the, oh, the wow. colored section up in the, the rafters. Jeez. Right. Oh, God. I mean, but you can see like, it's this, it's fucking crazy. You get to wow. go inside the church and walk around. That stuff always blows my mind. It's insane to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and the entire city of Boston's like that. The, it's funny because we, and I was super not into this when I went there, but like at, at first, like I, I was like, ah, this is dumb. Trisha wanted to go take one of those walking tours. or was like a guide who would walk you through yeah. different sites in Boston. I'm kind of a non-participator. So those yeah, guided I'm like, tours kind I'm of like, annoy ah, me. Well, you know, whatever. <laughs> but okay. The guy that we got for this walking tour is like 10 bucks, right? It was a two and a half hour tour. 
And it was this guy who like worked at the one of the local community colleges who was a history major. Yeah. And he like I mean, he fucking knocked it out of the park. He killed it. Yeah. It was really cool. He's actually a descendant. <laughs> I can't remember the guy who he's related to. He's a descendant of one of the founding fathers. One of his ancestors has a signature on the Declaration of Independence. That's cool. Which is really cool. Wow. Um, Herbie Hancock. Herbie Hancock. Herbie. Right. Um, but no, it, like, it, and we went through, we saw the site of the Boston Massacre, and he he told the story. You know, everybody knows the, the Boston Massacre, but he told, yeah. like, the actual story of what happened that night wow you know like not the storybook version like you know yeah like he kind of put you in that room or that that room you know what i mean he right. kind of like put you in that yeah that, in that space I, and just things i didn't know because i love history so but like the the reason that the crowd got so crazy is because the you know the the freedom fighters rang the church bells which was the uh, citywide symbol for there's a gigantic fire, bring your buckets and your axes. Yeah. So, like, the reason <laughs> that the crowd got so unruly is because they rang this church bell. They're trying to help. And everybody, you, you didn't have running water. They came running with axes. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so people descended upon this scene, you know, carry brandishing axes, to, you know, Jesus. towards the army barracks where the, the you know, English soldiers were. Wow. But, it, it, but he, like, told all these little cool... Stories. We got to go see the graveyard. We saw Paul Revere's grave. Mm. Um, it's just, it's fucking insane to me. And you get to go to all, you can go there. Yeah. Like you can walk through all this stuff. Yeah. And it just, it trips me out, man. It trips me out. Yeah. Just if be, it, being in places that important. Yeah. If you haven't been to Gettysburg, man. Gettysburg is incredible. I want to go to I, Gettysburg. Have you never been to I've Gettysburg? I've never been to Gettysburg. The coolest thing about Gettysburg, you know what? You got to do the guided tour because yeah, you do. The they'll take you on a bus around the entire battlefield. Mm -hmm. Like, okay. like it's, it's small. As it's, long as I can sit in the back, it's far, far, far too much to walk. You yeah. got yeah. you got to take the bus, and they they'll stop, and you can get out and look at, at all the sights and everything, mm -hmm. and get a real sense of the the scope of this battle. Mm -hmm. But oh, the thing that tripped me out the most was the like, okay, you can go to Little Round Top, right? I'm sure you you know, oh yeah, you can stand on top of Little Round Top. Yeah. It's this little itty bitty. It's it's like nothing. It's yeah. this little, well, rocky piece of nothing. Yeah. Well, what's great about Little Round Top is like is you know because uh, you know the Confederates can take Little Round Top, and when you're when you're at the bottom of it, you understand why it's nothing but rocks all the way up. Yeah. Right. It's mm. it's just it dips low, mm -hmm. and then it's just nothing but rocks right. all the way up. It's impossible. Yeah. You can't charge that hill. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they did. It's funny. This is how I felt when I saw the grassy knoll in oh, Dallas. Oh yeah, in Dallas. Yeah, mm -hmm. I went and stood. I went and stood right behind it, <laughs> like basically where you would have to be if you were laying low waiting for a, a motorcade to come by. Right. I mean, guys, Os Oswald did it. There is <laughs> no. There is no way you could be behind that knoll and get and pull that shit off. Yeah. And it's so crazy how seeing it in person. It's like, your, yeah, totally. Yeah. Because I was always like, well, who knows if someone was actually over there? I still think Oswald did it, but someone could have been there. There was no one there. There was, <laughs> there was no one there. That's, that's super interesting to me because I feel like, and it, it happens basically always in my adult life because it's just when I go to these places, I'm amazed that they let me do the stuff they do because it just it doesn't seem like you should be able to do that. Like, why did they just let me? Yeah. Just some guy. Into this place. Right. We went to um, Detroit to go see the Motown Museum. 
my mm-hmm. mom and I, we took a, a, a day's drive, which it's like four hours to get to Detroit from here, right? Yeah. yeah. So it's a day's drive. And the only reason we really went out to Detroit, we had no plan other than to see the Motown Museum. Mm-hmm. And if you look at the Motown Museum from the road, um, it is very unimpressive. It's, oh, yeah. it's just a house. It's Barry Gordy's house. Yeah. It's, it's, two, <laughs> it's two houses, actually, because he bought basically every house down that road. Oh, okay. And the, he bought one house that he built Studio A in. And then he bought the second house to house his main offices okay. right next to it. <laughs> but like the top floor of that house is was Bar- where Barry Gordy lived. Uh, and then underneath was Studio A. And like the cool thing is when you go in there, Barry Gordy's family incidentally were um, like carpenters. So they did building work, which is how they were able to make a music studio in the it's in a garage. Studio A right. Mo- at Motown. It's just. In a garage, it's a garage. Yeah. It's a garage like that they with, converted into like, a studio, like with a garage I, door. No, or not, well, no, they sealed the garage door. But it, okay. it, like Studio A is is imagine a garage sized studio. Wow, it's this little fucking rinky dink thing that they recorded like music history. A lot right? of sound studios are smaller. I yeah, mean, look at right. ours. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, exactly. Yeah, but it's like that. That was that Studio A. And the cool thing is when when you go in there, it, it we're and we're thinking like, ah, okay, you know, this is going to be kind of lame. Because it's so small. Sure. They show you at the start of the tour. They they play like a video. It's like Motown history, which if you're there, you you know, you know already. Yeah. And then there's a glass panel and they show you Studio A from the first room that you start and you get a tour guide and he walks you through the house and everything. And they're like, that's Studio A. We're going to get to we're going to get to see that later. They, I remember he specifically said we're going to get to see that later. Yeah. And they walk you through the house and they show you a little, cool, you know, there's photos on the wall. Uh, they actually show you the echo chamber. So if you ever heard uh, the Temptations do My Girl, how they got that echo, there was yeah. no like there was no like modern technology to create <laughs> tape delay. So yeah. they created a giant. They used the ductwork in the house, and they opened up this big chamber on the top floor of the house. So when they do those <laughs> snaps, it, yeah. it's somebody snapping through that echo chamber, and it comes down the ductwork of the house. <laughs> Out into a microphone in the studio. Oh, so crazy. that's how they got the echoes for any of the old Motown recordings. You know, you know I, what insane. I love about that. What I love about that is that that makes sense. Yeah, that's how. If you're a guy yeah. who's like, I'm gonna start a thing. I'm gonna start making. I'm gonna how be a, fucking I'm practical, music. right? I mean, <laughs> if we decided that was our life's goal, you would find a way to make it. We work. would find a way to turn, like, say this. How we would get whatever we had to get by way of experimentation. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. But that and like you go through the whole thing. They have Michael Jackson's actual golden glove, like the real one. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, And you go through the whole house and you're like, ah, cool. You know, it's 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 cooler than it looks. But the coolest thing about it is when you go to when you walk through the Motown Museum, you don't just get to see Studio A. I'm thinking like they're going to have this thing roped off. You get to walk into Studio A. (laughs) You walk into the place. They have the original 1898 grand piano there. They have all the recording equipment set up. They have the the original microphones draped from the ceiling. Oh, my God. Like, you get to stand in Studio A, where all that stuff, like, the original Motown stuff was recorded. That's insane. Up until, like, 1972. That's crazy. Yeah. It was such a trip. And it's, like, this short little tour, but I just remember, like, 
it was so worth the drive. It was. It just blew me away. You know. Is, yeah. it, just, is it really just kind of in the middle of a neighborhood? I mean, you it's, said, it's, you it's said in, he bought all the houses on the street. It's, it's on. It's on like a main strip. Picture like a um, picture like a two twenty four kind of road that it's on. Okay, but like part of this road is houses instead of <clears throat> businesses. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. The residential just side, of rows yeah. of houses, and people actually live in some of these houses way down. But it's you know like That's it's so cool. It's just, it's fuck. It's a trip. Yeah. Like that is super interesting to me. The stuff where I feel like I don't belong there. I know what you mean. Yeah. I have felt that way like, many times. Whenever I feel like I'm somewhere where I shouldn't be or like I shouldn't be allowed to be there. But yeah. they're like, no, come on in. Check this out. I, it I've, just amazes me. I've been to the Lincoln Memorial twice yeah. in my life and I always feel like I don't deserve to be yeah, there. Yeah, right. You, you know? want to talk about humbling. The Lincoln yeah. Memorial is super humbling. I just saw it for the first time when I went out to DC for Matt's bachelor uh, party. The, the, the Vietnam War Memorial yeah. too. Mm-hmm. I've never been... Uh, I, I remember the first time I went to DC, I went with my family and I had never been to a more quiet place in my life Yeah. until we went to Arlington. Oh, which is well. You said the Vietnam Memorial. I yes, yes, that. right, right. It is. It, uh, yeah, it, 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 it is quiet. like I, I remember thinking, like, wow, it's so quiet at the Vietnam War Memorial. It, it would a brilliant, you know, design too. With you know, yeah, yeah. Um, until you that get was a, that was the work uh, work of a college student. Yes, who won yeah, it was a contest, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think uh, we, when we last talked about, it, I think I pointed out to you guys that the thing that struck me the most is that because you walk past it. The experience is that it grows around you. Yes. Yeah. Which is the really surprising thing. It also reflects you. you. Yeah. It reflects you you and it grows and you just, by the time you're in the middle of it, it's this. You're small. Yeah. Yeah. Compared to the death toll. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it just kind of keeps hitting you as you go in. It's a very somber place if you've never been there. Uh, You know, I, I would definitely recommend touring through all the monuments in DC. It's, it's really worth it. Absolutely. Uh, But Arlington, I remember, I've never been somewhere more quiet than Arlington Cemetery. And I remember like being because they, they, you know, they'll bus you into Arlington. And I remember it was the second time I was much older when we went and I saw Arlington for the first time. You know, people on the bus are talking or talking. And then when you start pulling into the cemetery, it starts getting very quiet. Everybody on the bus stops talking. Yeah. And you just see these fields and rows of these little neat white grave markers yeah and it gets very 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 quiet <sighs> yeah because yeah, you can't help but consider the scale of it yeah I especially mean, like seeing it like like rows of like corn or something where yeah. it's just like these yeah. like converging lines and going past them and just the the scale and just then, has to hit you and then even then considering that that's just a fraction yeah right you know, yeah. those are the people who chose to be buried there yeah you know what i mean yeah like I, think, it, I think it's the World War One memorial in D.C. that has a representation of the death count of the war. Mm-hmm. And it has stars on this board. And it says something like yeah. every single one of these stars stands in for like 5,000 people or something like that. <laughs> and you go, and when, you, when you see that, there, I, I remember that stopped yeah. me and I... And I Kind of just like couldn't. I was like trying to soak it in. Like there is so the generations. Much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just. And then if you've ever seen the changing of the guard, have you ever seen the, the tomb of the unknown soldier? Not live. The, the fucking the 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 respect. You know what I mean? It's it's so neat and and pristine is the only word I can think of. It's just it's so yeah. you know yeah razor sharp. It's this it's this 
really precise attention to detail that they put around that. It's, yeah. it's, you all- know, uh, you know, they genetically <clears throat> identified that guy. Yes, I did. Did, know. did I, they really? Mm-hmm. They, they, they know who the unknown soldier is now. I, I don't want to know. <laughs> Neither do I. Neither do I, especially. Yeah. I think I, I think I read it once and I, I think I've since forgotten. But, I think it's, um, it's nice for a nation in a sense to have that highly elevated unknown reverence. Yeah. Because, yeah. What, because it really does stand in, for the idea that none of us are are unimportant and unknowable. Yeah. You know, that maybe individually we're like, you know, not necessarily that significant, but there is this like, there is a, a, a unknown guy out there. Right. To which oh. we are paying the highest level of respect. Yeah. Forever. Yeah. 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 That's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. It's uh, on a, on a, um, on a lighter note, uh, famous places. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Hey, I, I've talked a, a couple times on the show about FAO Schwartz. It's coming back to New York. Is it really? She, F- the no they're way. relaunching FAO Schwartz. I just read it the other day. Are they really? Yeah. That's really exciting. That's uh, oh, cool. Uh, I think it's, I don't know if it's going to be in the same location or if it's going to be different. It's going to be in Manhattan. Um, yeah, gosh, I would hope they would put it where it was. <laughs> yeah, they're not. They're just just gonna like dump it over in Brooklyn somewhere. But like, <laughs> yeah, FAO Schwartz is coming back, man. That's really cool. I'm real excited. I wonder, is it coming back in the form of an actual toy store, or is it intended to be like almost like more of a museum type thing? Oh no, it's coming back as a toy store. Okay, that's interesting. Um, the toy store. <laughs> the the toy store. store. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah, it's it's coming back. So so I'm uh, open obviously for the for the keyboard the floor keyboard. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> the Sunday bar. Yeah. Yep. You know now that now that you mentioned that I like I I didn't feel like I missed out on that much not seeing it, but now that I know it's there, I really want to see it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's or a will it's, be. It's really fun. I I mean the last time I went to see it was I I was uh, 21 or 22 at the time. Yeah. Um but it, it's exciting because I got a lot of good memories about that place. Yeah, yeah. exciting. <laughs> I've never been into New York ever. Close. I've been close. You gotta we go. Should, we should go together. Yeah, I yeah. really I think we should go together. I've been telling Aubrey I'm going to take her one of these days. I've I've been there half a dozen times and I love it every single time. Yeah. Before there's I always back, something new to see. Before I go back next, I want my goal to be to do a lot of walking before. Yeah. I want to prepare myself because. I used to be able to walk a little bit easier. I'm a little fatter. I'm a yeah. little bit lazier yeah. now. I want to prepare myself. Yeah. Uh, I will say that walking New York actually fucked me up the last time. Yeah, do yeah, it'll wear you out. Yo, do do what I do when the entire time you're walking, pretend you're the protagonist in a free roaming video game, yeah. and just <laughs> yeah. really, really get those shoulders moving. <laughs> grab a grab a say Brent hot dog or whatever and eat it in one bite. Yeah, <laughs> get your stamina back yeah. instantly. <laughs> um, did I ever show you guys the the video um, of the of the one time I was in New York? It was the middle of January, and uh, me and me and uh, me and my friend uh, Dave from Albany were on we we're on the subway, and all of a sudden this this girl pulls out a violin and starts. Uh, rocking uh, Vivaldi. Yeah, and there's quite a bit of that. And we just we just kind of like look at each other. I like I managed to film like quite a bit of it. She was amazing, by the way. Like yeah. this wasn't like amateur violin. Like there, we we looked it up. There was like a like a conservatory nearby that she must have been uh, studying there. Yeah, and uh, so we at one point before like before I start filming, <laughs> like I look we kind of look at each other like. Are, are we gonna die? Is 
Yeah, and it's interesting how much of that you see around New York. People, you know, like different, all kinds of talents that are just out there. Yeah. You know, with like a with a hat on the ground kind of thing. Right. Yeah. It's it's crazy. Like you'll you'll never see the same shit twice in New York City. It's yeah. it's unbelievable. I think yeah. it really is my favorite place. Yeah. Yeah. It really is. I would love to go with you guys. I would love. Yeah, to go. that would be cool. Yeah. I want to. I want to go back to Boston again because Boston is my favorite city that I've been to so far. Yeah. Uh, and I, I do want to see Boston. It was cool. And you know what the cool thing about Boston is? It's really small. It's not. It's much smaller than you think it is. Yeah. It's very, very small. Um, so you can kind of get through a lot. Of, you can take a lap around Boston in a day on foot. You know oh, what I mean? I didn't realize it was that small. It's small. Yeah. We walked everywhere in Boston. So. Wow. Yeah. It's cool. Uh, why don't we why don't we wrap this for now? Ah, we, sure. Uh, we've got lots. We There's plenty more we could say about this. And I actually would like to come back to this. Uh, maybe even the next time I host, who knows? Because yeah. we, we always talk about coming back to stuff, but I think I would like to talk about this again because um, it's like my obsession right now. Yeah. For some reason, all I can do is like look at maps of places and street view things and like just want to go <laughs> places. Yeah. Um, so maybe we'll talk about it again real soon. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, season three, guys, is coming up. Just so you guys know, that's right. We're, we're getting we're getting very oh, close yeah. to season three. Three I, dudes, season three. I, I promised to make at least one of my topics in season three a callback to something that we said we were going to talk about again. Later, yeah. So yeah, we gotta get we gotta start getting ready for our uh, best of or our yes. favorite. Oh, yeah. I, I've been Shit. I've been saving stuff, so <laughs> we're gonna have to do, honestly start doing your homework yeah. now if you don't have it because <laughs> uh, you know and I think our notebooks will help us quite a bit. Oh, for uh, sure, yeah. But there is gonna be there's that's coming up probably within the month. So yeah. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. We'll be back in a minute. <laughs> With smoking and drinking. Joke of the week. (laughs) Welcome back to Thanksgiving Farts. I'm your host, Thanksgiving. (laughs) I'm Farts. This and I'm special guest Jay Z. <laughs> Weird. You might remember me from cheating on Beyonce. <laughs> oh. Oh. But hey, we got lemonade out of that, so <sighs> we did. We also got uh, 444. It was really good. Really good album. Yeah. Um, so we are trying to keep recommendations tight here because we are trying to watch Goodfellas. Yes. I, I I think I'm the only person in this room that's never seen yeah, Goodfellas. Yeah, classic. We got to rec. We got to. Uh, I don't know. I've been drinking. I don't know what the word is. We got to fix that. Yeah. yeah. Rectify. Rectify. The That's the word looking I was looking for. Yes. Thank it. Uh, Rectify. So, so uh, why don't we go to Ben? Recommendation. Uh, my recommendation is that Jeopardy is on Netflix and you should watch it. Yeah, I saw that. There, there, I did. There's two. It's two collections. One is the first is Tournament Champions mm-hmm. and it's the entire Tournament Champions uh, for like I, it, it's a recent one. I know there's multiple Tournaments of Champions. But it's a, it's a fairly recent one, um, and it includes like all the all the like the quarters and the semis, and yeah. you know the. Uh, so we Aubrey and I watched an episode uh, before we came before I came over here, and uh, it's super good. And then the second one is um, uh, uh, Battle of the Decades. It's called. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, and um, 
yeah, I'm I'm just kind of stoked that these are on Jeopardy and I haven't seen them because it's more <laughs> trivia that I get to answer. I it, watched it, like six to eight episodes of this. Oh, did you? Okay. Yeah, and I was kind of like blown away. Like, well, I'm always blown away by Jeopardy and how much people know, but I was really surprised how much of it I knew. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. I, I'm definitely better than than when I was watching with my mom when I was six. <laughs> the, the trick to Jeopardy is they they give you a hint in the in yeah. the you know what I mean in they, the clue. Yeah. So it, like it's there almost you know? always. Um, <laughs> It'd be pretty yes. hard to do that without the hint, but yeah. I think the hint like once you understand how a category works, yeah, yeah. it kind of comes together. The only the only downside is that rascally Sean Connery keeps showing up, yeah, and keeps giving Rebecca a hard time. Yeah, uh, why you gotta be like why that? Why you gotta be like that, Sean? I'll take yeah. the rapist for shit talker. <laughs> yeah, I'll play a game, you rogue. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, oh, you're the host. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, why don't we... Uh, I'll just quickly give it to Chris. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah. That's like a triple fake Ooh, out there. Let's see. Uh, I have two this week. I will do my best to keep them brief uh, in the... Uh, are, you going, are you going to say touch your briefs on this? Uh, no, I'm <laughs> like, not. It, this is a staple. You gotta, I know. You got to say you're going to touch I'm just going to touch my briefs on this Thank for you. just a minute here. Thank you. Um, I'm going to try and keep it short because we got scorsese to do later. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, speaking of really great directors... Uh, I have two recommendations. The first one involves uh, two of my other favorite directors, the Coen brothers. Uh, I already recommended this to you guys uh, earlier this week via text message, but to the listeners at home, uh, I I want you guys to go on Netflix because this is free for you right now. You can go on Netflix and watch it. Mm -hmm. It's a new movie by the Coen brothers. It's called The Ballad of Buster Scruggs. I'm um, excited about this. Uh, it's a yeah, it's I a watch it. it's a western uh, piece. I, I almost I, I it's it's hard to call it a film because it's it's more like it's six little vignettes that are broken down into this little two hour thing. Um, and uh, it, it, it's it's done with all the Coen Brothers style and pizzazz that you've come to expect. That real understated kind of yeah yeah. Uh, it's six different stories basically set in the old west at varying locations, um, y- involving varying different things, and they're, it's basically presented as a story. Yeah, you know, like out of a storybook. The, actually, the main the first title sequence is it opens up of a story called the the Ballad of Buster Scruggs and other tales. So it opens up and it starts with the Ballad of Buster Scruggs, and then there's a couple other, there's five other vignettes that uh, ultimately cap off with, um, uh, what I think might be my favorite one right at the end. Okay, but they they range anywhere between about twelve minutes to uh, I think at the longest point twenty five or twenty eight or so minutes, hmm. uh, and they're these little snippets of Wild West fairy tales basically told. Through Coen Brothers magic. Would nice. you say they tend to be funny or like dry humor kind of thing? Like, do they have that element to them? I would say they tend to be funny and sad. Okay. Like a lot of Coen I, Brothers. Like most yeah. Coen Brothers pieces, right? right? Okay, so Fargo, good example. Um, I think Fargo is tremendously sad, but it's also hilarious. Yeah. You know, you can't get through. Oh, yeah. F- they, they had to make Fargo funny because it would be very depressing if it wasn't. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, this it's kind of told in the same vein. The first the first vignette is the ballad of Buster Scruggs. Mm-hmm. Um, it is insanely funny. <laughs> it, I mean, it's, it's got my favorite character actor in it. That, that yeah, uh, I don't I don't know his name. Is the the guy that we thought you was a toad guy from uh, a brother where I thought yeah. yeah. I love him. Um, I, I love him too. in everything he's yeah. in. Yeah, uh, really good. Uh, Liam Neeson is in it. He, he uh, in possibly the saddest vignette. 
Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson is in it. I'm going to watch this Neeson's? now. Um, Neeson's, yeah. Uh, fucking uh, Tom Waits is in this in uh, a triumphant vignette. That's cool. Uh, important to watch. Important to note when you're watching it. Um, that it's going to be triumphant. That it will be triumphant because it's very sad if it's not. Oh, man, no. I'm I'm, mm, I'm, yeah. cool, I'm cool with, you know, I'm cool with going for the ride. I, I like being um, sad sometimes. The guy, Tammany, the guy from uh, Gangs in New York, the, the one who oh, built, um, built the butcher, put the axe uh, in his Jim back. Broadbent. Jim Broadbent. He's in the last vignette. Um, really cool. Check it out. Uh, every, I know everybody's high on the Old West thing because Red Dead Redemption came out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Coen brothers apparently have been writing these stories for decades. These are just things that they've wrote <laughs> on set Did that Netflix they threw together. This? Is this a Netflix original? I think the Coen brothers produce it and they let Netflix have it. And it's also in theaters, too. So if you, want, if you want to give the Coen brothers money, which I'm always all for, yes. uh, yeah. you can go see it in the theaters, too. I kind of want to go see it again. Yeah. Um, so check that out. The Ballad of Buster Scruggs, free on Netflix. Also, give the Coen Brothers money in any way you can. Well, free with a paid subscription to Netflix. Yeah, right. But yeah, yeah. Same. Yeah. Everyone idea. just has it now. Right. Everyone's factored it into <laughs> the budget. <laughs> right. Second recommendation. Again, I'm going to try and keep this very brief. Yeah. Um, it's it's It just came out. Uh, some of you might already know about this. It, it's an album uh, by Anderson Pack. Pock? Pack? Pock? Uh, he's a he's a rapper, uh, and the album's called Oxnard. It's, Oxnard. it's apparently his third release. Uh, I, I I consider myself kind of an aficionado on this album because I'm on my fourth listen through. Um, uh, Jay Z once said, "You can't really digest an album until you've listened to it several times over." Yeah, and you can't. You know, he was referring to reviewers. You know, uh, yeah, kind of like, yeah, we were talking about it a little bit earlier. Uh, you, you got to kind of digest something and, and go through it. I'm on my fourth listen through to this album, and I gotta tell you, it is really fucking good. Yeah, um, it's it's done by uh, Aftermath Records, Dr. Dre's production company. He serves as executive producer on this album, mm-hmm. um, in the same vein of uh, To Pimple Butterfly, which I think is your favorite Kendrick album. Right, yes, Dave? definitely. Um, you, if you like To Pimple Butterfly, you're really going to like this album because it continues a lot of those themes. Nice. Uh, it, it is. It's G-Funk. It's just it's old school 1990s G-Funk. Sweet. Features some really cool guest appearances. Kendrick Lamar is on there. Snoop Dogg's on there. Dre himself is on there. All right. Oh, wow. So Pusha T's on there. Like <clears throat> a lot of really cool guest appearances. Morty. Uh, the beats are cool. Like any new album, when you're especially when you're older, when you're trying to get into something new. Yeah, I wasn't completely sold on it until the fifth track of the song, which is called Six Summers. And then it was like, I'm there. Once no. I hit that track on my first listen through, I was into the album. And then I listened to it a second time and I was even more into the album. And it just it kind of it kind of hit me. What's it called again? It's called Oxnard. O x n a r d. The only thing I know about Oxnard is that it is a really rough city in California. Yeah, I knew a guy that came uh, from Oxnard, mm-hmm. and uh, to hear him talk about it, it did sound pretty grim. It, this album is like a comic strip m- memeing American life. Um, nice. Uh, it's 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 a fucking trip, man. It's a cool record. I like that. The beats are like it's a, it's a Dre production. Would you say they're fat? The beats are fat, dude. Oh, the, it's fucking on point. This record bangs. It's really good. Um, Anderson Pock, he, he kind of has that modern rapper thing. He's you know Kendricky kind of style. You know what I mean? Real loose, real crazy uh, kind of flow and delivery. Um, 
I can't say anything else about it without you just listening to it. Check it out. It's really worth it. Mm-hmm. Um, like, it, it just launched a couple days ago. It's it, dude. It's good. If you like hip hop, you're gonna fucking love this album. It's cool. It's, it's only a, it's only a couple of days old. It's only a couple of days old. Yeah, okay. at this point, uh, hip hop purist. <laughs> if you're a hip hop purist like I am, you're gonna fucking dig it. So check it out. Anderson Pac, Oxnard, really good. This is a pretty cool time to to, awesome. to hop on the train with it only being a couple of days old. Mm-hmm. I'm with that. All right. <clears throat> All right, so my recommendation is that in six days, and there's a reason I asked you guys earlier what date uh, the uh, 26th was. Uh, I think it was the 26th. Is that right? Is mm-hmm. that what I asked you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. yes. <clears throat> because on the 26th, uh, which is a Monday, uh, at around 9-something a.m., NASA will be landing its latest Martian uh, 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 spacecraft. Which is, it's the, it's called the Insight. It's not a mobile unit. It doesn't, you know, roll around the surface. What it is, is a really interesting, uh, stationary, sort of like a testing, uh, 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 spacecraft. It'll measure geological data. They have these really, really interesting sort of like, uh, probes that they're going to slowly drill into the surface of Mars on tethers. Oh man. They have this really cool, like, uh. Spring-loaded system where the motor moves the thing and the piston keeps punching it further into the Earth and into into Mars, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, they're going to be looking for geological data. They're going to be looking for all kinds of... The primary mission is to find out... To find some evidence of previous life on Mars. Yeah, yeah. Um, Ooh. Sailors (laughs) fighting in the dance hall. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Look at those cavemen go. So this is so this is like one of those toys that like <clears throat> it's like a big truck, but then it unfolds. and It's got like a bunch of little trucks and it's got a crane in it. And it will have lots of different testing stuff. Ah! That it's doing. Um, I'm, I'm excited about it. But the thing that I'm really excited about, and I don't know how much there will be to actually look at. But on that morning, you can monitor NASA monitoring it land. So I'm shortly, that. After, yeah, shortly after <laughs> nine a.m., there's not going to be you know like a rocket launch to watch because that happened zero hour nine a.m. <laughs> and I'm gonna, gonna be high as, as a kite by then. then. Um, I miss the Earth so much. I miss my wife. I miss my wife. How many fucking cool songs about space are there? <laughs> a lot. The list goes on forever. Uh, one of the things that I think is really interesting about this is some of the ways that the, the testing stuff will work, where, like, it'll send out heat and then wait to see how long it takes to get cold again. And then that, that will tell <laughs> no. them what kind, like, what the what the soil is like and, and the characteristics of, you know, like, they're basically trying to figure out what's inside Mars. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, which is, like, some really clever, complicated stuff. So, oh, God, I have to make sure I'm off on Monday. Yeah, it's, it's, I don't know what, like I said, if there'll be much to watch, but it's just, this is kind of a big day. Uh, when, anytime a new spacecraft lands, it's a big deal. Yeah. So, Monday, uh, around 9-something a.m., I can't remember exactly when, it's, like, 12 Pacific or something like that. So, actually, no, it's got to be 3. I got it wrong. It's got to be 3. Right? 12 Pacific is like 3 p.m. Yes. Here. Okay, yes. so I got it wrong. Correct. Um, so, yeah, check it out. There's got to be something interesting going on. I'll be off. I'll be... I get off work at 2. I'll yeah. be able to watch this. So I'll be monitoring that on that day. Uh, really exciting day for humanity. Yeah. Really exciting time to uh, see what they can find and uh, 
the ultimate goal, the fourth sort of like a last goal is is to is to find if there's real evidence of life on Mars. There's all these primary goals, and that's the end goal. Um, so yeah, the NASA Insight probe or whatever you call it, check it out. Sweet, nice. Uh, and with that, let's just move right into what we learned because we are trying to get a movie going. Yeah, let's here. get some good fellas. Um, I learned that people want to die in Chris's basement. <laughs> that's right. That's right. I learned that sometimes you got to shove a tech deck up in that pussy. That's right. I wrote tech tech's ribbed for her pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> that's the worst. <laughs> that's a funny way of saying best. <laughs> I learned that Mount Everest is named after its founder, Sir Edmund Hillary. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh yeah! Oh yeah! yeah mate, that'll be second little pecker. <laughs> I learned about Australian ball squeezing. That's right. <laughs> I'll, let me just give those a little tuggy there, mate. A little Australian uh, yeah. tuggy. I learned uh, Mr. Everest really liked the Tibetans. <laughs> so he really, really liked, really them. loved the Tibetans so much so that he never mind. He sucked all of. He their swallowed dicks. all of that. <laughs> Oh my god. All of the Tibetans. Everyone in Tibet. <laughs> I I wrote down uh uh what I meant to write down was Jews have lizard powers. But what I but what I did write down was Jews are lizard powers. So I kinda fucked that one up. Callbacks. That's really honestly. One day we're gonna look back at these notebooks and really be horrified. These are, if you've ever, if guys, if you've ever been on this show, you know. But if you haven't, I mean, these are just the musings of an insane person. Oh, it's every so one insane. of these notebooks so rich. Oh yeah, just insanity. It's, every single page is so rich. It's so, so dense. dense. Yeah. It's, it's just <laughs> Uh, I learned that the that I needed to need, I, I need to check out the Russian towns that are near the North Korean yeah. border. Uh, that's a thing I need to look up. They're weird. I bet yeah. there's like a single railroad and then a, a couple of houses, and that's kind of about it. <laughs> I wrote uh, the elephant's foot in Chernobyl is moldy as fuck. That's so weird to me. That I, that actually scares the shit out of me. Yep. Oh yeah. Like, like what are we making out there it's, now? It's like those like little wormy things that live down by in the in the ocean <laughs> where the heat stacks come yeah, out. Like crazy, like, otherwise impossible conditions. Yeah, Twelve hundred degrees. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Things live there. That fucking scares me. Same. Um, I learned that uh, bottles are probably preferable to cans when it comes to post show cleanup. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. I think cans are better. <laughs> At least we can smush them. Yeah, we're going to take a picture of this table <laughs> so you guys get an idea what the three-dude cast looks <sighs> like. Um, I learned that Floyd played uh, Pompeii. I had no idea. Oh, my God. Yeah. We, we, need, to to watch, we need to watch the Pompeii show. We're not going to have time tonight, no. but we should at some point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, they couldn't, they couldn't like, play with amps or, or anything or whatever because, uh, you know, uh, structural integrity of everything around them. Uh, but they but they played they played acoustic they played raw and and uh, stuff was dubbed over later. That's so cool. But yeah, Pink Floyd echoes live at Pompeii. Twenty two minutes, the entire B side of metal. Yeah, it's really. It's, You've heard that because we've jammed on the one David Gilmore thing. Dun, 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 dun. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, Is that David it? Gilmore solos in D. Yeah. Is that all we learned? I think that's everything. That's all we learned. That's let's, all we learned. Watch some good fellas. Yeah, let's get to this. We got a limited time tonight. Thank you for listening to the Three Dudes Show. We are always glad to have you join us next Woo. time, probably in two weeks, when our host will be Chris. Yes. I'll, I'll have another uh, as bad as it gets for you guys, mm-hmm. and I will think <laughs> of a <laughs> really cool. Yep. Yeah, man. And he's gonna suck all your penises too. Oh, it's gonna just suck your little peckers, <laughs> mates. <laughs> 
Yeah. Oh, I it, love that you listen, oh, mate. This edition is bad as it gets. What's the worst thing in Australia yeah. could do to your penis? <laughs> oh, you get a copperhead right on your cock, mate. <laughs> Oh, you suck the venom out. Yeah, let me get in there. Mm. Oh, okay, that's God. enough. No, no. That's All right. enough. All right, Move. good night. <laughs> Goodbye. Have a good one. See ya, and adios. Deuces.